welcome to Directly You. This is episode 121. What is Directly to You? It's our podcast. Who are we? We're Fanatics for I am specifically AJ, joined by specifically Parker. Hello. How are you doing? Um, to keep this boat afloat, we got to do some housekeeping. You can support this channel and this podcast and our future endeavors on our, these very things by going to youtube.com slash Fanatics 4 or twitch.tv slash Fanatics 4 and giving us $4.99. And what do you get? You get loyalty badges. You get emotes. You get free switch keys from time to time. You get gaming time with us. You get the supporters. You get access to our supporters only Discord <laughs> where you can talk about all fun games and play Valorant, apparently. Mm -hmm. That's things that people do. It's also true. Play Smash Brothers. I'll play any uh, Switch game with you if you want. Or you could just join a regular Discord and hang out with everybody that talks in there. It's a good old grand time. Also, you can join the supporters only Discord not only by giving us $4.99, but also if you have Amazon Prime, you can link it to your Twitch account, get Twitch Prime, you get a free subscription. I always forget to mention that, but I'm mentioning it now. <laughs> nice. How are you doing, Parker? <laughs> hey, man, do good. Um, the week's done. We had uh, the treehouse today, which we'll get into later, but it happened. So that was a thing. Uh, yeah, otherwise, it's the weekend, you know? You play stuff. video games? Yes, I am. Um, How dare you? It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's quite offensive to most, but no, yeah, so I played some games this week. Um, I finished up Xenoblade. I'll get to that in a second. I I've been playing some Clubhouse it. games. Um, and then also... Existed. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I also played Super Liminal. Um, I reached out what for code for that. that. You'd probably recognize it from trailers or whatever. It's the one where, like, uh, you... So, uh, perspective shifts everything. So, like, you pick up a... I don't know... Like oh, a so chess you pick piece up the or something, and, it gets and then you big. move and go. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's that. That's super liminal. So it's a puzzle game. Um, and so I played that, and now I'm going to tell you about it. Yeah, it's it's like a puzzle game kind of thing in a similar sort of like within the portal kind of puzzle game world where you're going through doing these 3D puzzle kinds of things. Um, and there's there's not a narrator throughout in the same way the portal is, but kind of um and the whole premise is that from the get-go you're in it's it's a dream state but it's an induced dream state but then it's like oh things are going out of control and you're not supposed to be in this dream we don't know how to get you out but like i don't know keep trying to dig deeper into your subconsciousness and figure this stuff out um and yeah i it's it, i really enjoyed it um the it's not super long i it probably took i beat it in one sitting it was probably like two-ish hours um, which is probably, I mean, I, I never played portal all the way through myself. I just played it at portals, like somebody else's house longer than that. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Let's go to how long. Let's you... find it. Yeah. You do that. And I'll, um, keep telling about it. But yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was good. If you like the portal game experience, that kind of thing, um, then it's good. It's first person things. Um, and like definitely has some, there were, if you do end up playing it, the dice level, there's like different levels that have different kind of like the same couple items throughout the level that you interact with in different ways. And like every time um, it's, you expect to pick it up and do one thing with it and then it'll be an, another new mechanic based on that. And I thought the dice level was really good. Um, I think it says portals, main story is three hours, main story plus extra is five hours. Completionist mm -hmm. is nine hours. 
Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And like for this, I don't, well, I guess cause there's achievements in it. So as far as the completionist thing, you would have to play through it a couple of times, I'd guess, because I think there's some like probably some achievements that you can get Portal one way in a half hours for the main story. Yeah. Wow. Portal two. Yeah. Well, there you go. So yeah, that's super liminal. Uh, it's, I think it's 20 bucks on the eShop. Um, so if you're interested in it, check it out. It's uh, I think, yeah, it's good for, I think it's probably better for a one-time sitting, like I'm going to play this game and beat it this evening instead of like saving and picking it back up just because unless you know, like I am exactly halfway through the game, I'll pick back up on the second half of it tomorrow um, or, you know, whenever you finish it or something like that, or just like play it a specific ingredient. It, it would be really easy to accidentally be like, Oh, I played an hour and a half of it. And then the next setting is, or the next sitting is like, Oh, I, I just finished the game accidentally. Done. <laughs> yeah. Which that's what I did with, um, steam world dig Two. pretty much. Like I'd put that game aside for a while, picked it back up. And I was like at the end I was like, Oh, okay. Well, there's that. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, we, we should probably not right now. Because uh, I don't want it to be like the main story, but we should probably talk about the price of games situation. Yeah, there's a there's a Q and A about that, so we can just pull that up in the news topics if we want. Yeah, because I thought about that too, and I was like, yeah, it's kind of from two weeks ago, but whatever. So, but yeah, that's super liminal. Um, there it is. I told you all about it, and I also finished Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, mm-hmm. and it was good. Yeah, I um, did you finish the the world the the what is it called the something connected oh future connected no i haven't haven't even touched that i'll probably i'll do that at some point um we're probably after just a bit more of a break from things uh yeah and like i so i played xenoblade chronicles 2 back in the day and then this now and i've been talking to max about it in dms and stuff some um some that you were also in (laughs) and i was like i'll just dm max separately because AJ doesn't care. It, does, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't. It, and um, I don't get notifications for every single DM, so I wasn't getting like blown up. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, it, I I liked it. I didn't like it as much as Xenoblade Chronicles Two, but again, with Xenoblade Chronicles Two, I really was like everybody was experiencing it for the first time ever. And somehow that changes my mindset about things. And so like, I was just playing it more slowly cause I didn't have a channel to do things on and all that. So th- I definitely took my time more. There were things about it just that I think made it made me want to take my time more with it. As I think back, like um, I feel like the exploration in Xenoblade Chronicles two w- to me was better than in Xenoblade Chronicles partly just, and this is really dumb, but like um, just there actually being physical, like treasure chest items where like, if wow, you'd go out of the like way, the, the blips of light. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and like, there would be, you can find ether or whatever. Um, so like maybe you'll find an ether deposit or like a rare boss or something like that. But because there were legitimate actual treasure chests, I would be like, I bet there's a treasure chest around this corner in a very like Nintendo hiding something around there kind of way. Mm. And then there would be, and then that would give me incentive to be like, yeah, I'm going to actually explore things more. Um, right. Whereas that was less the case here. And, um, but again, like, yeah. And it's, it's funny to think about, there are still a number of mechanics in the game that, no idea how they work and like just never took the time to figure them out what, because like like battle mechanics or like 
I figured out the battle mechanics for my set group of people. Pretty much I used um, Shulk, Rain, and Sharla, the first three people the whole time just because like we're gonna judge you for that i don't probably max was like oh charlotte's the worst and then then he was like rain also is pretty bad ryan sorry not rain what what am i doing um Uh, you're gonna get canceled like um super canceled like all the other he voiced that right the uh the review for that and everybody was like oh yeah so dumb duncan that's what they called dunben duncan or something Uh everybody was so upset (laughs) It's really funny, <laughs> but, um, yeah. So like there are some battle mechanics where like, I know, um, for sure. What's your, I don't even remember her name, but, um, <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. Uh, the high end Chia girl. Um, sorry, everybody. Martha. She has, sure. <laughs> she has really different mechanics cause she has like summons and stuff. Um, and I just never really took the time to figure out how to use them. And then also there are most of the overworld collectibles that aren't quest related ones. I honestly don't know what I was supposed to have used them for. I just didn't like if they were quest things, I'd pick them up, give them to the person. It's like, I found your questy bits, but then I think you can trade some stuff with some people, but I didn't always want to trade stuff with people. Cause I was like, I don't know if I need to use this for something else down the road. Maybe that's all I was supposed to use it for. Maybe I was only supposed to sell them, but it's kind of like when you're playing Pokemon, you're like found a pretty feather before, you know, for sure that a pretty feather is just something you sell or a nugget is just something you sell. Right. Pretty feathers are only, I think pretty feathers. Do they do other things? things? Are like stat related? Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Pretty feathers might be different, but I know like there's swift feathers and stuff. Uh-huh. It's, it's like stat related. Yep. So but that yeah, kind like of thing, you know, like and mushrooms and yep. And it really has to say. I think how mushrooms are even different than that. There's too many, too many things that name so... the same thing. But <laughs> it's complicated. Yeah. So I like it when in games they're like this one. Wow. That's just worth a bunch of money. And if it says money in the description, you know that that's it's all like, it's oh, good I for. Just, I just yeah. am selling this. So I'm sure but all those things. Pokemon sometimes is different also because there's different vendors. So it's like, yeah, right. That's like, yo, I'll give you five times that amount of money for that mushroom. And yep. like, oh, well, I guess I got to hold on to this now. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the kind of stuff though. Like if you're just playing it pretty casually, like I kind of feel like I was for xenoblade um obviously it doesn't matter that much and if i looked into it at all i would know but um but i didn't and that's fine so and i think i will say it it was very like the ending was like lots of twists and turns and that was fun like some stuff was really expected some stuff wasn't um which is the goal with a story-based game because that would suck if you're like oh well, that's kind of what I figured the whole time. So, and I still, like I had Sonic to look movie. up. <laughs> exactly. I had to look up at the end because I'd played Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I had to look up how was this related to Xenoblade Chronicles 2? Because like, it wasn't super obvious and it's not super obvious. Like, um, Shulk is, uh, he, what the, I don't even Rex's remember brother. his name. <laughs> is Rex's third cousin twice removed. <sighs> yep. That's the one. So I just dropped something, but that's it. That's what I played. I also played some clubhouse games because it's real fun and beating in a long time though, but some of the games. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Some of the games against um, the CPU 
is like super easy no matter what difficulty you play it on. And some of them, like I cannot beat um, on the six ball puzzle one, which is kind of like a bubble bobbles, not bubble bobble. The, like a, uh, the, the Mario the falling... Kart 9 mini game. The Mario Kart 9 mini game. I talked about it in my video. No, what? Fan, dude. Fake fan, dude. It used to be a Mario Kart 9 minigame, the, like oh. the one with all the things on the on the wall. Are you talking about that puzzle guy, game? Thing? No, I'm not. I don't think. Yeah. I'm thinking it's, um, I mean, it's kind of like a or Candy Crush like sort the... of situation. Yeah, that's the Mario Kart 9 oh. one. Yeah. Oh, I, I just didn't play with the Mario Kart like 9 the skin. Shoot, shooting the balloons thing for a second, like the Olympics sort of. Deal. Nope. I know. I know, that's the Mario Kart 9 one, or one of them. There's multiple Look at that. ones that came from Mario Kart 9. But yes, that's what it is. When you say Mario Kart 9... I mean Mario Party 9. Not okay. Mario Kart 9. <laughs> I was really confused. I didn't make the jump. Normally, I'd be like, oh, you mean Mario Party. But for yeah, those yeah, things, yeah, are yeah, very yeah. separate in my mind. <laughs> so, the, the yeah, probably then, yeah. yeah Mario Party 9. <laughs> yes. I was like, that game's not even existent yet. So I leaked it, dude. Yeah. I leaked it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I've been playing. What you been playing, man? Smash Brothers. I'm I'm still on the Min Min grind, mm-hmm. man. Making everybody hate me, and it's great. Because <laughs> like I was tell I was talking to Bob because I was um I was just playing people online. Yeah. I, I, like like in Elite Smash and stuff like that. And I have never. And I'm like I I think I'm like way better with. Pokemon tra- like I, I can handle myself in more situations with Pokemon trainer than I can mm-hmm. in Min Min, and that'll probably be the situation for ever, if not for a very long time. Mm-hmm. But I have never in my life made so many people rage quit so consistently, so fast in my ever, ever in my whole time playing this <laughs> uh-huh. game, th- this entire franchise. But I'll kill somebody with, in one string with Min Min because she could like she like hit you with the dragon and the now combo until like mm-hmm. or not combo, but somebody's like if you get hit and you fall and you don't tack the ground and like get up at the right time or if yeah. you tack and go the wrong direction mm-hmm. you just get hit again so like yeah. they'll get hit in like a string where it's like you'll get hit by the dragon the laser beam the dragon again the laser beam <laughs> and then switch to megawatt and then just die oh so then it's like they get yeah. hit with that combo where it's like they start mm-hmm. the freaking announcer dude says go you get hit four times and you're just dead like in the first 15 <laughs> seconds so they're like all right i don't even want to play anymore and then they immediately just rage quit and it's just like man that's wild dude that's, that's really insane. fun do you feel like I can't, I can't completely blame them because yeah. i would be mad too but at the same time you shouldn't have missed the tech like just press the shield button dude it's not that true hard. come on people um do you feel like are you running into people that seem to have the a defense against men 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 figured out at this point uh, yeah i think there's some characters that just hard beat men men and she can't mm-hmm. really do anything like pikachu mm-hmm. freaking destroys yeah. men men it's not even it's not even close like if you mm-hmm. lose with pikachu against a men men you're just bad i'm sorry like you're just <laughs> not good at the game like it's uh-huh. not even a thing of like oh i don't know the matchup no you're bad at the game if you lose against a men men as pikachu that's just a hard fact <laughs> yep um but outside of that it's like I, I feel like um like fox is like a 50 50 because fox can just die but she can also just die like if you get hit with megawatt and your fox then mm-hmm. you could just get hit with one of those combos and then just be done um mm-hmm. he doesn't fall out of as many things as pikachu does because he's like slightly bigger and he's also a fastballer so it's easier to like combo him mm-hmm. um but it's it's mostly characters like that, like really fast rushdown characters that are relatively small. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought Falcon was really. I mean, Falcon's like one of those uh, matchups that is like not as easy for her, but he's not as bad as I thought when uh-huh. I first picked her up. Um, so yeah, it's like it's mostly what Sakurai said, but Sakurai also kind of exaggerated the situation where he mm-hmm. was like, she loses to like quick, small characters and stuff like that, and it's like yeah, uh-huh. to a certain extent, but like if you hit Jigglypuff, she's just dead. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, there it is. Well, nice. And that's about all you're playing? Uh, pretty much, yeah. I, like, I always play, like, little stuff here and there, but, like, it's mostly Smash Brothers. I'm yeah. some Pokemon, too. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I mean, but pretty soon, come November, you'll be playing um, Bakugan, Bakugan. Bakugan Champions of Vistoria, yep. obviously. So, Clearly. Clearly. let's get into this. Right, so... Um, yeah as usual i don't care i don't care about no. this game i feel no reason to defend the existence of this game but i think the reaction to this game is unwarranted <laughs> like uh, yeah just depends as, on whose reaction because some like yeah go on I'll, i think getting I'll mad about this is yes. stupid yes um because as people that on a weekly basis we announce things and say hey check this out it would be dumb of us to be like, hey, check this out. But maybe if you don't like freaking, you know, Mario Kart, don't watch this one. You know, like, <laughs> so for people yeah. to expect Nintendo to be like, hey, everybody check this game out. But like, mm-hmm. maybe don't. It, that's dumb. They want to make everything they announce to be as exciting as they possibly can. And yeah. also, how do you even temper people's expectations for them? Because yeah. coming from like from the from my perspective of how I see how everybody reacts to whatever Nintendo does, no matter what they do at this point, everything needs to be the most exciting thing in the world. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, they didn't say that much about it, so that means it's hype. Oh, they said <laughs> too much about it, so that means it's really hype. Oh, so-and-so retweeted this? That means that this is going to be the biggest announcement ever. Oh, they didn't retweet it this time? That means this is going to be major, dude. Yeah. Like, there's literally never been an announcement that Nintendo made that wasn't just here this thing is and just mm-hmm. announce it right then and there that people weren't like oh they and even then they're like oh they announced this wrong because they just dropped the trailer and i want to be excited like it, it, it's just take it or leave it at this point dude like, <laughs> like i can't even imagine how they feel about uh-huh. how like the 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 mind feel that is announcing things because mm-hmm. like there's no right way to do it it's impossible at this point to announce yep. anything you just, I mean, everything you announce has to be the biggest deal in the world or just don't say anything about any air product. Ever. Right. It's, do you know, I assume Nintendo is publishing this game then? Is that, uh, I don't know if we know that for sure. Okay. No, um, cause uh, WayForward's developing Wayford, it obviously. And then it's being published by, it's being published by another studio. They said who it was. It was like Bandai or something like that. Bandai would make sense for what it's worth. Um, might say in this. Oh, Warner Brothers. Yeah, and... it's Warner Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. They're possible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, I think it's the only the only safer thing than anything that they did would have been just to not put it in here at all. And obviously, they wanted it in here. So, like, yeah. I mean, and to some degree, I don't know that they maybe they didn't want to do the treehouse without having something to announce to Cause like just a treehouse on its own kind of maybe would have felt lackluster or something. I, 
I don't really know. I thought oh, it was hilarious. No. I was I, down for it. I, I mean, like, I would have loved for it to be, you know, like a Metroid kind of thing. But obviously, knowing that they yeah. said it's going to be a third-party thing, that's not going to happen. And Which, even I mean, that, that, that confused me. Them saying that it was a third-party thing, I'm like, that doesn't yeah. even make sense. Like, I guess, <laughs> like, in the in the verbiage of how people think of it, right? Where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, Nintendo said it's third-party, so that means that it's not Nintendo. But mm-hmm. third party in relation to way forward means mm. any company that's not way forward. So it could have still been a Nintendo game by how they worded it. Interesting. That. <laughs> yeah. I hadn't even thought of that. I retweeted it and I was like, yeah. I was like, third party relative to who? <laughs> like, <laughs> and it was kind of like a, a tongue in cheek thing of like, because yeah. they clearly did that as a way to be like, all right, chill out. It's not that deep. Yeah. But right. at the same time, I was like, ah, but maybe, you know, like, <laughs> it's just. Yeah. Can't win. The I did think it was funny that they still had the. I mean, they used the trailer for Paper Mario because it's like that's the trailer that they have for Paper Mario that still ended with the Metroid tease at the yeah. end. And I was like, that feels a little bit not tone deaf by any means, but just like, all right, guys. Like obviously everybody already was leaning into that, so like maybe don't just remind us, but. I mean, at the same time, maybe you know, it, whatever. Maybe in their mind, putting it there, normalize it. And it's like, this yeah. is just a thing. Yeah, that's right. Like, that's true. Just, yeah, it, it just happened. It wasn't leading into nothing. It just, it's just here. <laughs> so funny. Like, no, I was Yoshi, cracking it. We have Yoshi and freaking Link's Awakening. We weren't announcing a new, <laughs> a new Yoshi game. You know? Like. Uh-huh. I, yeah, my reaction watching this was very much the same as um, watching the Pokemon Unite trailer where I was just like, oh man, this is exactly not yeah. what people want. I was like, it is really funny. <laughs> I don't care. Like, yeah. It was, well, it was different for me because like Pokemon Unite, I'm willing to be like, oh, I'll try it at least. I right. might try yeah. Bakugan too. Who knows? But like, I just uh, I'm just, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I've outgrown the need to like for everything to be for me. Yeah. Even right. if it seems like they're marketing it to me in their teaser or whatever, mm-hmm. I don't care. I'm like, all right, whatever, dude. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go back to playing Smash, I guess. <laughs> I think that is the thing is like the, that we don't know more Nintendo properties past Paper Mario is why people are even more starved than normal for, you know, finding out what things are coming out this holiday season and all that. And obviously, I mean, I still think there are going to be games this holiday season. So I'm not like whether they announce it now versus like in with, with this, it would be, it would be dumb of them to announce anything (laughs) because they can't guarantee anything. So for them to be like, Hey, in November, dude, this is the game that's coming out. So everybody Mm -hmm. gets super hype about that. And then when they're like, Oh, we got to delay it until March, 2021. (laughs) People are like, they lied to us again. It's like, what do you do? (laughs) What do you truly do? I really do wonder what this year would have been like. I mean, it's one of those things I don't think we'll ever really know, but what this year was supposed to be like yeah. versus what it actually ends up turning out to be. Cause we still, I mean, we're only halfway through the year. We don't know what it turns out to be, but yeah. looking back December 31st at the year that happened, I'd be curious to see like the parallel universe, you know, of the one dude that got coronavirus didn't pass it around everybody else <sighs> and oh all that God. stuff. The one dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it started with some guy, yeah, I guess. I, mean, I don't know. True. Yeah. Um, um, side note, your thoughts on the games itself? On the game itself. The game itself, honestly, I think the IP bit it in its butt. 
yeah. <laughs> um, more than anything. Because uh-huh. like Bakugan looks like some nerdy JRPG crap that everybody would be fawning over if it was just part of a Nintendo Direct and it wasn't called Bakugan. Mm. Because it's like associated with this IP that with kids like, toys. Like, and it's like a kid's toy and it's like the knockoff Pokemon, Pokemon not knockoff Yu-Gi-Oh, Beyblade. Not <laughs> Beyblade sort of thing. It's yeah. like people want to hate it. And mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's not to say the game looks like phenomenal or anything like that it definitely doesn't look like this super polished game but it's a Mm -hmm. way forward game (laughs) like way forward always makes like 2d platformers and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so like for them to make a game like this i wouldn't expect it to look like a first party nintendo game or right first party third like warner brothers or you know Mm -hmm. off or anybody like that um i don't know i just think that people wanted to give this game crap because of the ip more than Mm -hmm. anything which is ironic it's yeah I mean, it definitely made it funnier, <laughs> that, you know, for sure. The I did think it was funny watching the trailer. The guy, the one battle I watched for, yeah, through the first battle, and then I was like, all right, I'm good. I got the idea. I'm going to mm. get back to work. Um, and he very nearly lost, which would have been quite funny. <laughs> like even would have made the whole thing even better (laughs) that's funny too because like the which we'll get to paper mario thing uh, people are complaining oh this game looks so easy Mm -hmm. and then the next game is like this guy can't even win (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that's up so we do have a q a that i pulled up here um from uh, pocket who asks hey so i appreciate that nintendo is tempering expectations for their online presentations but did they really need to mention the new game from way forward it's like they built it's like they wanted to build up hype and then canceled it out by explaining that it's not based on a first party ip i think that like so if they if they were to do that right Mm-hmm. Um, the the way that they did because we don't know like the the inner workings of this they could have had a deal where it's like way forward is like yo we got this game that we want to announce and you got to mm-hmm. put it in your thing and then we'll do x y and z it's an exclusive so you know yeah. that sort of thing um we don't know what happened there if it was just like they did this treehouse live just to fulfill an obligation or if it was a thing where they legitimately do think that it's a good game that's mm-hmm. showcasing so they yeah. want to be like hey here's our game that we're going to showcase that's coming out in the near future let's put this in this you know mm-hmm. um or just that was the one thing that beyond a shadow of a doubt was ready for a theoretical nintendo direct they mm-hmm. weren't ready to make a nintendo direct so they just threw it in this because it was yeah. easier for them to do yeah um, or could have just been them being like yo this is hype <laughs> oh you know what reggie's involved with the company that that um he's like on the board or something like yeah that. the the toy company that uh manufactures or, or makes mm-hmm. God. maybe it was a favor from reggie or could, reggie it was like very well man, be <laughs> bakugan is the uh-huh. next big thing that's why i'm here dude i mean that kind this of a game. thing <laughs> is definitely like it seems to be a possibility in any case in the similar way to we didn't get barely any ea games on the switch and funnily enough now doug bowser is the ceo of nintendo of america or president or whatever um and he used to work at ea and now we're getting all these ea games which could also be like ea is like all right finally like we know switch is doing well we should do things but also very it's possible also, that it's, it's just like, like like hey come on i used to work when there you just... know a guy it's easier to get a conversation absolutely yeah so and i think i think probably i hadn't even thought about that but i could definitely see because it's warner brothers um published as well that they 
I don't know. I mean, not that I know anything about Warner Brothers, but I feel like WayForward would be more like, I don't know, would bend over backwards more than like Warner Brothers would be like, let's put something on put something on paper where we make sure that he, you know, we're in a presentation or something that, that, that it's in a direct, like you said. And then in that case, thinking about it too, even if there is, you know, rumored Nintendo direct for July or something, I'm, I can't imagine it being a regular, regular direct and probably it's not a direct. It's just like a Nintendo presentation of some, you know, like a Mario 35th anniversary thing or something along those lines where they already told third party companies purportedly a couple of months ago, like just go ahead and announce your stuff. So if they were like, we're going to put this one third party game in our direct, but we already told everybody else to announce their stuff. um, Then that would be like, not the best. So this does seem like a way to, like you said, f- possibly fulfill some obligation because like it's a Nintendo thing. We can just stick it in there. Um, then, you know, maybe it works out that way. So yeah, we don't know the behind the scenes for sure, but um, whatever it was, Nintendo seemed to think that it was either that it was the best option <laughs> in some regard. And yeah. I mean, Again, I don't care, but <laughs> at the same time, I wouldn't mm-hmm. care if they announced like the brand new Elder Scrolls game being exclusive to Nintendo Switch. So like I I just think that it's weird to like mm-hmm. put your expectations on everything. Like yeah. I I don't care about this thing. So that means nobody cares, or even the people in our little echo chamber that also mm-hmm. don't care about this thing and are mad that it's in there or whatever. Like I don't know, man. I'm not a freaking 11-year-old child. I don't know how popular <laughs> Bakugan is. That yeah. could have blew their mind. I should text my niece and be like, yo, are you hyper <laughs> Bakugan? <laughs> yeah, it is funny. I do wonder what the exact demographic is because it started in 2007. So, like, it's probably equivalent. Uh, we were talking in Discord a little bit about this, and I was um, th- that uh, Duncan Cowboy and I were all saying, like, that we were into Beyblade in its prime in like 2002 or whatever. And Justin was like, I was not into it. I, maybe I was too old and he's only like a little under four years older. Yeah. He's 32 and I'm 28. So, um, uh, but he was like, yeah, I would have been 14 at the time and I felt too old for it. So that said, like, I wonder, so by the time 2007 came around, I definitely didn't care about Bakugan, but some kids did, you know, so what's that demographic and do they care? And It'll be interesting to see, but nevertheless, it happened. It was a fun time, but, um, let's talk about the actual paper Mario treehouse and, um, also just paper Mario in general, it's coming out in a week. So any expectations, thoughts based off of that or all the above? I'm down, man. Like the, all the discourse around the battle system, I really don't care because that's not why I'm playing paper Mario anyway. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like never have I ever been like, yo, the, in any paper Mario game, the battle system is like so engaging and it's so difficult and challenges my mind and my faculties as a human being (laughs) or whatever. Right. Like Mm -hmm. it's there. Um, I care more about like the, you know, the world and how the characters interact and all that stuff. Like that's the part that matters to me. I think the, the um the battle system looks uh more interesting than it did in the the last what two games or whatever um mm-hmm. it doesn't look like it's the hardest thing in the world from how they played it but that's kind of the point of a lot of these demos like they're supposed to look like they know what they're doing you know yeah. like if they did lose people would be looking at them like the the bakugan thing or <laughs> hard, yeah. you know, like this is impossible i get hit every single turn or whatever right yeah. um it, I don't know. I don't think it would look as great. Um, 
at the same time, I, I get people like, what's the point of doing battles if you don't get experience mm-hmm. or whatever? But um, what do you get? You get like money and items and stuff like that if you win. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like around the same idea as getting experience because the more money you have, the more power you have in battles because you mm-hmm. spend money to get more, get your your freaking fan base riled up in the <laughs> attack or whatever, right? Uh-huh. Um, so it's kind of like the same thing, different package. It's like, just because it's not called EXP, it's like, oh, this is lesser than because it's not RPG enough for me. Or mm-hmm. uh, so. Yeah, it'll be... I'm still in the same camp that I was before where it's like, I'm interested. I'm not... Again, I'm not like freaking frothing at the mouth. Like, oh, I can't wait to play Paper Mario. Yeah. But I'm down. I'll play it. Yeah. I mean, it seems like, you know, probably for most like RPG RPG fans, this kind of stuff is disappointing because they are coming to it for the battle system or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whereas for, I mean, the people that are more interested in just... Yeah, I mean, like you were saying, the world and the story and all that kind of stuff, it's like might as well not necessarily be super complicated battle stuff. Cause that's not where you want to be spending your time anyway. Um, for me, yeah, I, I mean, mean for, for, for what it's worth, I don't even know where paper, Mar- like most paper Mario fans are situated in that conversation. Like mm-hmm. are most paper Mario fans, RPG mm. fans, or are they paper Mario fans, you know, where it's like, they can't yeah. uh, like the writing. Cause that's the thing. Like yeah. paper Mario, I feel like the thing, the one thing that's consistent throughout all of them is mm-hmm. the world, the characters, the mm-hmm. and stuff like that. The only thing that does change consistently is the battle system. So mm-hmm. like, if you're a paper Mario fan, then I don't know if battle system could be the thing that like you hang your hat on. Like of right. course there's fans of the battle system, but are those necessarily the same thing as being like this game is for Paper Mario fans? Right? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. This will be my first Paper Mario, so. <laughs> and I think, like you said, as far as the XP and all that stuff, it's probably yeah, it's a question of seeing how all those mechanics, the money, the confetti, and all that play together that yeah power-ups that you get that you're able to use because like i can envision for myself if i if this ends up playing out the same way that most rpgs do for me i will end the game with gobs and gobs of money and gobs and gobs of items that i don't actually use so like it would be and i can't really see them implementing something that'll make me need to use that more than i normally would because like that just means that it would be that much harder, you know, to, yeah, and to use those things. And I don't like think that, they want to do that. When I was watching this, I was like, yeah, this seems like a Parker game. <laughs> you <laughs> like that. Like, you like to figure it out. You're going to be the one that, when they were talking about in Treehouse House, like, there's mm-hmm. a way to get everything on this ring. Like, arranging yeah. the, the puzzle. And the, like, you would definitely be the type to be like, every battle I'm, I'm doing, I want to get all the things. 100%. <laughs> and, and I think that, that that's more engaging than just the thing of like, oh, okay, I pressed the hammer and I tapped A at the right mm-hmm. time and then I hit all the guys. Like, yeah. just that in and of itself which is what the battle system used to be um mm-hmm. i think is less interesting i think that making paper mario into more of a puzzle game um could make the battles feel more worthwhile mm-hmm. from a gameplay perspective like yeah it, it could it has the potential to be more like fun in the, the like I don't know, like traditional sense not fun in the like when you zoom out where it's like I, i'm having fun because like <laughs> yeah. it makes me feel good to win this battle and get experience mm-hmm. but like fun in the way a roller coaster is fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> like that kind of comparison <laughs> i yeah i'll be interested to see too a couple of things one um it's it does seem like there's set 
patterns because i mean they're puzzles so like that they kind of have to be it's not just like random we're just going to chuck a bunch of enemies on a board um so there are going to be specific patterns of enemies that you have to solve yeah yeah i wonder and i hope that as you go further into the game there's going to be more and more of those Mm -hmm. so that like the puzzles get harder as well which means otherwise there's there's an element of just like once you know the three different configurations, you just you know exactly what to do. And it's like, just oh, okay, this is configuration C. Yeah, and then you just do the thing. Yeah. So I'll be interested to see that. But then also, yeah, the thing that the the demo didn't show because they were doing a good job in the battles and all that is the like stakes or whatever of mm-hmm. like what doing poorly. Yeah, because that was the thing that a lot of people were talking about before this. They're like, mm-hmm. well, I'm kind of bummed out that this isn't turn-based. And then the first thing you see when they start a battle is it <laughs> says Mario's turn. Yeah. Like, if this isn't turn-based, then why is Mario have yeah. a turn? You know, like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was yeah. I saw some people making that comment too, and I'm like, it definitely is turn. But it's different. Like, it's not the same. It's not the same. Like, can, I pick an attack, you, you pick an enough, attack. But yeah, you can be good enough to make sure your enemy doesn't have a turn. Is right. what it looks like. Yes. Um, but it's definitely turn based. <laughs> yeah, and I wonder if that's always the case too. And like, how many? Because they didn't really show you have a certain number of ring moves that you can do. Um, I don't know how many attack moves you can do because they did two at a time in most battles but i don't know if you can do more than that maybe one of each type i don't know we'll we'll find out but yeah i don't know i'm excited about it uh we got the first review scores from famitsu gave it three or four um three why did i type three four nines out of ten which is uh 36 out of 40 um Mm. which is cool Mm. there it is good job nintendo and famitsu people Wait, i guess that's a very confusing way to put that you said four nines out of ten yeah so four, like, that could mean four nines out of ten potential nines that could be <laughs> it's all of the above it's we live in a perplexing world <laughs> but but yeah good score yeah. i don't yeah. know what, what they gave like color splash and sticker star yeah uh, but that i mean that definitely does seem to, like you said before there's it does seem like there's two main camps of Mar- Paper Mario fans, ones that like it for the RPG side of it and ones that like the world and stuff. So like uh, Andre Seegers being a good example of from Game Explain of he just, he loves the jokes. He loves the, you know, that kind of stuff. So like Color Splash, he was all about it, but then other people didn't like Color Splash because yeah. the battle system. And blah, I, blah, I think blah, I'm things, more but... on his end of things. Mm-hmm. I mean, freaking Color Splash isn't exactly my favorite game. I do see the gripes of like other battle mm-hmm. systems not as interesting, but I mm-hmm. don't think that like the battle system is make or break for Paper Mario. It's not mm-hmm. the only like it, it's not the one thing that they need to nail for it to be a good game. You know? Right. Yeah. I think if they had the color, I mean the the um, Paper Mario and uh, a thousand year door um, battle system down to a T and then mm-hmm. the story and characters wasn't as good. That would be like riot worthy of like, this isn't paper Mario. <laughs> battle systems, like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, it's coming out in a week. So we'll know by this time next week, whether it, the beginning of it at least is good or not. So yeah, that's stuff. Um, and we won't know by the beginning of next week, but we'll know eventually what Nintendo's next gen plans are. Um, cause they, they made some comments about it's things true. that were a lot more vague than people made them sound. Mm-hmm. Um, as, <laughs> but, as is the norm. <laughs> yes. People were like, this is exactly what they're doing. Um, and while, 
we can make assumptions anyway and we usually do i don't mm-hmm. they didn't quite uh you know say things as specifically as as the media would have us believe yeah. but we'll read this stuff <laughs> anyway <media. laughs> um so here we go yeah this is uh this is furukawa and koshioda spoke about nintendo blah 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 and the question was could you tell us about the outlook of your next game system game hardware has always displayed an image on a tv or other kind of screen while you do something and i think that's where the limits for this format are with the hardware you're thinking about go beyond those limits first of all what what a question what, (laughs) what does that even mean and how is that a limit like Games are limited because you need to show them on some sort of screen. Yep. I For audio listeners, screen, I shrugged is it, very hard. Yeah, is, it, is it even a video game at that point? If it's not on some... You eliminate the video aspect of the game. Is it a video game still? Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe they were pointing towards like VR is yeah, all I can think. Some I mean, sort of screen. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, this just makes me think too of the... One screen... <laughs> segmented yeah it makes me think of the back to future 2 um back to the future 2 thing where eight-year-old elijah wood which is very funny that it was him um uh, where uh marty mcfly goes back and he's playing the you know gun shooty game thing um mm-hmm. and the kid's duck like I, I mean it's pretty much duck eye or whatever um and the kid's like uh, you got to use your hands that's a baby game that's elijah <laughs> wood but and i remember watching that and being like what else would you use? Your brain. Your brain. Your you brain. just brain. punch it with your elbows, you know? All right, here's, the, here's what they said in any case. Uh, Furukawa said, our current generation game system, Nintendo Switch, patent pending trademark, not really. Um, Nintendo Switch has entered its fourth year since launch, but its momentum is increasing. We believe there are two factors behind this. First is the existence of two hardware configurations with different characteristics in Nintendo Switch and Nintendo Switch Lite. I'm coming back to that in a second. Uh, The second factor is that Nintendo's development resources are concentrated on developing content for a single platform, Nintendo Switch. We want to extend the life cycle of Nintendo Switch while maximizing such advantages. And then Koshioda says some stuff, but reading that sentence... He was writing a description for a YouTube video. <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, that's I, it's funny to think about. Yeah, <laughs> the context for anybody: um, when you write a description for a YouTube video, you put in as many SEO titles as possible, so every sentence is like Nintendo Switch is a system. The system that is Nintendo Switch <laughs> is a game console that Nintendo. Like you know, everything has to be searchable by itself. You can't just have yeah, it's a it about something because. Yeah, man. Um, we but index yeah. it, my guy. That's right. <laughs> or index he, Nintendo Switch. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, when he says the two hardware configurations with different characteristics, I didn't think that he was going to say Nintendo Switch and Switch Lite. I mm-hmm. just thought he was going to talk about like the handheld and portable, or the sorry, the you know docked uh, and handheld. Like you thought he play. was going to like name the different like yeah, I guess characteristics like <laughs> of the one platform or platform question mark. That's yeah, that's a question. I mean, it makes sense that he would have to say it like this or whatever to give like equal credence to both or whatever, especially since the switch light can't dock and all that. But, um, it is, I don't know, something about that was just funny and not quite what I expected. But, like, yeah, it does make sense that he wouldn't just be like, yeah, the the function, the switchability of the 
of the switch is really important because like switch light can't do that so they can't be like i don't know why that one's doing so well yeah and it's not really like i don't know wording that like different uh mm-hmm. saying that they're different is not it's it's kind of underselling the the regular switch right the regular yes. switch has the functionality of the switch light that's also the yeah. original nintendo switch so yeah. yeah i agree so that that was kind of weird but like very it's very pr speak at the same time so or not even pr just marketing speak right. so whatever um and then koshiota goes on to say some more things he says in addition to the performance aspects higher technical specifications for example nintendo's dedicated video game platforms are developed with a focus on providing a comfortable environment for consumers to play fun software from the perspective of playing the with the image displayed on a tv we believe that because consumers can play Nintendo Switch on a TV or the game console screen itself, it has greatly increased the opportunities for gameplay in various scenes in their lives compared to previous consoles. Through Nintendo Switch, we've made many discoveries about where a dedicated video game platform can fit into a consumer's daily life. We see scenes on social media of children and their families sitting around a game console to play, which gives us a renewed sense of the value of our dedicated video game platform. We will utilize these experiences in carefully considering the form of our future game console will take. I worded that a bit weird, but you so know. They didn't, I mean, they didn't really like. They didn't say anything. <laughs> like, I don't know why. No, not really. Grab this as a news story. They were pretty much like, "Yeah, man, the Switch is great. We might do it again." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, especially that one because, like, I could see where people were like, "Oh yeah, they're going to do the Switch again because they said." Um, it was cool that people can play it on a TV or the game screen itself. But then a minute later, they also say um, through Nintendo switch, we made many discovery. Or we see scenes on social media of children and their families sitting around a game console to play, which gives us a renewed sense of the value of our dedicated video game platform. Like, I don't know. That's maybe that doesn't mean sitting around a TV to play. It just means like them playing together and that kind of stuff. But it basically like, it sounds like they're leaning towards doing switch again. Yep. But them saying we'll be like considering all of this when it comes to our future game platforms. Like, of course you would. Like, <laughs> they, they would. Like, if somebody asked them this question about Wii U, they probably would have said the same thing. Yeah, less right. glowing about how they <laughs> obviously. Right. But like, we see the strengths of this, and we'll consider them when making our next. Yeah. Like, I feel like they always do that. They literally always do that. Where th- their last console informs mm-hmm. their next one some way. I think the one thing that is true, no matter what, is that their next console will still have um, a TV and a handheld system to it, whether or not that includes actually switching between the two. Um, I mean, like, technically so did the Wii U, but to an extent, because it couldn't actually, you know, go out with you. But, like, I don't, they're never going to want to go back either to splitting between it would be handheld so stupid of them to oh that. like they, it, would, it would be yes. very dumb it would be, it would be very dumb. dumb and then also like whatever else i was gonna say about that it's yeah it pretty much uh, they're never gonna want to do that um and they're not gonna want to give up their handheld line because that's where you know they've got the upper hand anyway it's been in, in the handheld market yeah so for them to like because they've had successes in home consoles obviously but mm-hmm. those are the anomaly at this point yeah. like they they've never really had a failure in the handheld market right uh but they've had a few in the home console market <laughs> yeah. as far as like if we're if we're looking at it how every other console manufacturer uh Mm-hmm. set their consoles where it's like to them the gamecube was successful you know it might have not sold as much as like playstation 2 but it made them money so therefore it was mm-hmm. successful um 
but with you on the other hand like lost that money <laughs> so yeah probably not looking at it like it's, it's exactly yeah. um so mm-hmm. yeah like for, for them to like meet in the middle where it's like they get the benefits of the more powerful hardware and stuff like that and then also the like easier to like sell for them like to promote mm-hmm. people the handheld aspect of it uh i think makes a lot of sense they don't have to like completely change their way of thinking when it comes to game development and say like we got to be on the bleeding edge of everything so Mm -hmm. we're going to have a console that facilitates that um yeah while also being able to have increased uh capabilities technologically is a good middle ground to be at Mm -hmm. Um, we do have a a q a that i pulled up for this as well um that has to do with this specifically julius washington asked us on twitter Based on Nintendo's recent comments, the ones we just read, which direction do you think they'll head in next? Will we see a true sequel to the Switch or an incremental update a la 3DS to new 3DS? I think, I don't, like, I think that what would be smarter from them, for them to do is do, like, a, a full jump, like, not do the mm-hmm. incremental upgrade. Yeah. Um, but, like, just looking at the market now and, like, how it feels like they're, pretty you know um willing to pivot if they need to like they, they mm-hmm. didn't uh they kind of uh wrote it out with wii u and said now we're gonna have like a full-on life cycle but not mm-hmm. really like Nintendo <laughs> yeah. usually it tends to be like okay we're gonna at least have like six seven years with this thing right mm-hmm. um they're like supporting it whether we're supporting it alongside something else or not but with wii u they kind of just like cut it all they're yeah. like they the hard stopped in 2016 we're like, all right we're done <laughs> like the next mm-hmm. thing's not out yet but we're done <laughs> I mean, I think, um, yeah, there's there's a bunch of different aspects to it. But, like, on one hand, I think they also would be more willing to put more money into the hardware of... Not to say that they didn't put money into the hardware of the Switch, but in the sense that, like, doubling down on making stronger chips with NVIDIA and stuff like that. Because, like, the Tegra X1, from what we are to understand, is pretty much... NVIDIA's like, uh, we got a whole bunch of these. We just work together and use these ones. And Switch is like, mm-hmm. yeah, man, sure. We'll use their switch. Nintendo was like, we'll use that. Um, and so it was, it was lower risk than they might be willing to do now, which means they could double down on power right. a little bit. And I do think like the, the lifespan of the switch does depend a little bit on some creative thinking. Like, I mean, I go back to this all the time, but the whole um, them doing cloud gaming on the switch, probably yeah. with X cloud or maybe something else would buy them so much time because like mm-hmm. people are only going to, you know, like if there's some games that are just locked to being connected to the internet, there's already games that are locked to being connected to the internet, like mm-hmm. Fortnite or whatever. And then especially if, you know, 5g hotspots or something become a thing on your phone, then like that wouldn't even be really an issue at that point. So like, I think if they're willing to bring some of that stuff into the switch to buy them enough time for, to really like wait until they can make a big jump for the next console, then that would work out well. But that's even, but this is like one of those things that like people would get mad if I, if I say that, cause it's like, <laughs> you put that thought into my head and I do like, it's not that or whatever, but uh-huh. hear me out. They you know, would be dope if they did a nintendo switch online tier where Mm -hmm. that included some type of like partnership with like uh you know a a cell phone Mm -hmm. or whatever right where it's like you get x amount of gigs of 5g data on your nintendo switch not like a radio from 5g Mm -hmm. like not like that but like hot spots where you can connect to it through your nintendo switch yeah 
I mean, it would have to be a ways out. Like, I don't know. Because 5G is still, you know, it's working Man, on. It's like, that's going to yeah. be like one to two years yeah. at the earliest. I, I, I have a friend actually that um, he works putting up 5G towers or whatever. And I was like, hey, so like, by the way, when is it supposed to happen? He's like, five years at the earliest that it would be like commonplace maybe as late as 10 years that it would be like ubiquitous, ubiquitous like 4g is yeah. now yeah right. and i was like that's a long time <laughs> so definitely yeah. we'll have a new nintendo console there's like like i think the thing is it depends on where you live because like they're yeah, going to prioritize right. like big cities and stuff like that i can mm-hmm. see like philadelphia and new mm-hmm. york he's out in denver so like yeah, yeah they're like that i can see them having like 3d cover i mean 3d 5g coverage <laughs> i was looking at the 3ds in the document or the, the board 3D <laughs> i can coverage. see them having 5g coverage yeah. in mm-hmm. big cities like that but for sure like all yeah. like for them to have it in freaking utah or whatever yeah. you know like that's going to be like five. yeah and especially because like i mean the thing he said too was that I'm sure lots of you guys already know this, so but it was news to me. Uh, well, I, I guess it wasn't that much news because like my modem has a 5G and a non 5G or my router yeah, or whatever yeah, they, option, yeah. but the 5G one is a way shorter um, uh, wavelength or whatever, which yeah, means also that's that's different. <laughs> yeah, but like so, but similar similar idea where the mm-hmm. towers need to be put up so much closer to each other, right. whereas the 4G ones you can put up a tower and it's good for like however many miles the uh, 5g one is a lot fewer miles i don't remember the numbers but um so that just means it's just a lot more infrastructure and all that right. stuff so it's true. yeah but all that say yeah i think i think we're both as far as i think they're gonna keep the switch going as long as they can to buffer to come out to the actual next gen when they can do that to like actually give it a good bump would be my yeah. guess but I mean, it still I won't be anything like a series x or, or yeah. anything like that ideally what they do is they ride it out all the way throughout series x and playstation yeah right like th- like for them anyway yeah. like because for them to be able to like launch like day and date or around day and date with mm-hmm. like the next generation and it's no like is switch and we you the same generation right. like it's a hard like mm-hmm. vision between generations even though generations are dumb like it's a construct like yeah come on people <laughs> uh, but like it, it's, it would be a lot cleaner if they could just be like all right we're launching alongside the playstation 6 and the xbox whatever the heck they decide to call it yeah. um that i think that would be a lot cleaner for them it might not be like uh in the interest of the like whatever tech heads exist within the nintendo fan base i don't no way uh-huh. would be any um but i think ultimately it would be best for gaming as an industry if we have all these things coming out like and all developers are on the same page and all this stuff mm-hmm. they're able to put their input and say like maybe we don't need like you know your next console to be like standard 8k 120 frames per second or whatever but here's the specifications that we would need to want to port or be able to port mm-hmm. our games to your lower uh performance console or whatever yeah yeah so and then here's this next question is do you think we get 70 dollars games what's what's the deal with 70 dollars games you know what i'm saying before then or is it going to be a thing or not what i'm here i'll just say this differently (laughs) wait where even is this question i didn't put it anywhere i'll Um, grab the actual question itself i mean the question is down here uh do 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 where is it 
Okay, here it is. Cool, cool. Asked us. It's, uh, he asked on YouTube community, which you can do as well if you just do it, True. I guess. <laughs> Google asked, uh, since games will probably cost $70 in the future, do you guys think Nintendo would charge that much for their future Switch games? Also, do you think that third parties would sell their games for $70? That is, if the Switch can even handle the next-gen games. I'll think, or I think that'll be wrong since games definitely won't look or feel the same as playing it on the PS5 or Series X. Um, I don't think that they'll charge $70 for the Switch games. I think the whole reason why they're able, or developers specifically just 2K right now, mm-hmm. um, is talking about charging $70 for the next generation of games is because it's easier to like uh, communicate that and say, this is a new generation. These games mm-hmm. are significantly more impressive, even though they're not. Um, <laughs> but they're significantly more impressive. Uh, so we're charging more for them. That said, I think that games, even not being on this next generation, they're definitely too expensive to make, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, for it was inevitable for it to happen at some point. Like, we've been long overdue for games. To, I mean, and as a consumer, like, it's you're not going to want to acknowledge that. You're going to be like, I already <laughs> spent too much for games. Games are already too expensive, blah, blah, blah. But, like, compared to other industries and how they work and stuff like that, the amount of entertainment you get out of a game and the amount of working time it takes to make a game, the price mm-hmm. is, like, way out of whack. Yeah. Um, and, like, even, like, relative to the game industry prior to this, the price is way out of whack. Like, we're paying, like, half as much as we've ever played for games in the whole of the industry when you average mm-hmm. it out. Um, and games cost significantly more to make. Um, so it, ju- it just doesn't make it like this isn't sustainable. Uh, so it, it's going to happen at some point. I don't think it's going to happen now. I think Nintendo is going to be like, well, we started this generation at 60. Uh-huh. There's no reason to not be 60. That said, like for the public, but didn't they switch? I mean, I don't think they're going to either during the switch lifespan also, but didn't they switch from 50 to $60 as a standard during the Wii U life cycle? Because when Donkey Kong I, Tropical Freeze came out, it was $50 because everybody talked about that. Um, I don't think and, they ever... No, I think that Donkey Kong... I think at the beginning of the generation, mm-hmm. they said was the standard would be 60 There's hmm. games that were outside of that, though. Ah, like, I, oh, I interesting. Donkey Kong was like... Cheap, like in the same way that there's Captain Toad is cheap, while, yeah. yeah, that are cheaper than sixty dollars. But even then, the standard I'm pretty sure was sixty from the get go for most games. Yeah. Um. So it, it's it's usually around okay. like if not at the very beginning of a of a generation, it's mm-hmm. like a year at yeah. most. Them being like, well, here's another one. It mm-hmm. would be very strange for them to be four years into a generation and say, mm-hmm. now games are $60. I mean, $70. Yeah. You know, like that's and to be honest, I don't know, unless just everybody starts to do it, uh, which could very well happen. I don't think first-party games for any of the studios are going to be $70 for a while, at least, would be my guess, because most of the time, those games are used as obviously like ways to, you know, sell that game and make a lot of money from the game, but it's more, almost more to get people into the ecosystem. Like they're, they may take a loss on making a game and it like costs so much money to make Spider-Man or horizon zero dawn or uh, something like that. And just be like, but this is like a statement game. They're like, we're making this so that you buy our, I feel like they would be stupid to charge $70 for Spider-Man Miles Morales. They would be oh, very dumb yeah. to charge that much money for that game. Wasn't well, that one... 
did they put up pre-orders already? I thought because it's like a like a point five kind of game, put, right? I don't think they put was a Lost Legacy Uncharted yeah. Lost Legacy was that full price? Uh, no, or was it like forty dollars or something? I think it's like forty or fifty. One of those. I would guess the same for Miles Morales then, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it would be yeah. very dumb if they if they charge yeah. like full full next gen uh, in yeah. theory price for yeah. this game. Uh, yeah. It'd be very dumb. I don't know whether or not like I, I think it depends more so on how many other studios are thinking this way. Like yeah. I don't know because it's rare. We have one example like, so far, exactly. So. But I think it's pretty rare for th- like third party publishers to do anything like this sweeping without mm-hmm. them knowing like okay, this is the the general yeah. like consensus. Because mm-hmm. like and you see that everywhere from first parties to third parties where like it's not a coincidence that yeah. every time a new generation starts the hardware is more or less the same between both companies with mm-hmm. differences like oh we have a custom ssd you know like yeah well our cpu is slightly you know like that sort of thing but it's all based on the same architecture they're using the same manufacturers for this stuff you know like mm-hmm. it's it, it's lateral thinking it's like they're, they're all doing the same yeah. thing <laughs> The thing so, that will be gross, though, is that um, NBA is a pretty good example of uh, of a game that's riddled with microtransactions in certain modes. Like some modes, I guess not. I also I know this only from hearsay because I haven't played an NBA 2K game one time ever in my life. <laughs> but um, but I mean, it sounds like the like my team modes or whatever it's called and all that stuff is like very microtransaction heavy. So. If the seven, if games are moving up to seventy dollars, but are still doing just as much microtransaction stuff, or it, it's just if it's just as overt or something, then that will feel kind of gross. But I don't know. We'll see. Um, but I, I mean, I think yeah, like you said, we're due for a change in the first place. It would be great if there weren't one for our pocketbooks and wallets. But at the same time, it's probably inevitable unless they figure out other ways around it. So. I don't know. The only way around it is also the thing that people complain about. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, right. There, there's no way to get out of this and, mm-hmm. and be okay. Cause like it, it, here are the options. Best case scenario for us is games get cheaper to make and therefore mm-hmm. cheaper to like, or the same price. To, yeah. Uh, um, right. But then like people would be mad about that because like people always expect more, 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 but they don't think like, Oh shoot. Mm-hmm. Cost more, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I, I think that that's, unlike um the other possibilities games cost the same but microtransactions become even more ubiquitous than they are yeah Um, i think the only thing that's helping games potentially get cheaper to make in the future um and not across the board but some of them is the usage of um the game engines so like unreal and that kind of stuff and that those are getting a lot better and more fleshed out or whatever um which means that they don't necessarily need to put the same amount of time and r&d and development stuff into making their own engines um which so that could be helpful but that um, just won't be the case for every single game anyway so i i think that in some cases like i think for like nintendo right like Mm -hmm. that'll save them time because mm-hmm. they're embracing more like third-party uh, engines and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But for most third-party developers, th- like that's not saving them any time because they use those third-party uh, um, engines right. anyway. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. So, and I think that a lot of times, when when we think like, okay, this new technology is going to save them time, so games will come out faster. 
nah, they're just going to use that extra time to make the game right. feature yeah. packed or whatever. And the same way that a lot of times we'll do the same thing. Like mm-hmm. if we uh, start early on a video, that doesn't then mean we'll be done with the video early. Most times it just means that we're going to do more to the video. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it's just like, mm-hmm. I just it doesn't really work out that way. Like I think that they're going to, there's there's things that will save them time and in some ways cost, but then mm-hmm. they'll just like get back to that standard budget in other ways. You know? Right. It is funny to think though, like, cause so what all Nintendo games are Unreal Engine for? Um, Yoshi was Link's Awakening. That was Unreal Engine, right? I think there's like it's speculation that it is. Yeah, yeah. Like because like most of them, they can take out. You can pay to have that removed or whatever the mm-hmm. thing. But in any case, it's funny to think about those. You know, whatever games there are, and compare them to the like Unreal Engine Four Mario kinds of yeah, demos yeah. that people like, will make, yeah, like the the fan. Uh huh. Because it's like no, the, that is Unreal Engine Four Link, but. He looks little and cute, you know, <laughs> instead of whatever you did. So, um, but yeah, Switch games hopefully won't be super expensive, but you know what? We'll just see what happens. And I don't know if it'll happen in Switch, but we are getting some more Switch games coming uh, next week, specifically to the Nintendo Switch Online on the 15th. We're getting Donkey Kong Country and Natsume Championship Wrestling, both SNES games, no. and The Immortal yeah. from NES. I have no idea what the immortal is or what Natsume Championship Wrestling is. Yeah, one of these games matter. And definitely and no clue what Donkey Kong Country is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, that's cool that Donkey Kong Country's coming. Uh, hopefully that'll be the start of more of them coming. Donkey Kong Country 2 and Donkey Kong Country 3 mm-hmm. and nothing else. Donkey Kong Country Returns. Just slap a Wii game on yeah, there. The, 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 put that like, in, the, was put on that the, in SNES. the SNES engine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there you go. There's that for you. Um, nothing crazy, but it is what it is. It's true. Any thoughts? Um, I'm down. Cool. I haven't played the SNES game that much. Yeah, I'm actually... It feels like something that people have freaking... I mean, like most things. They're like, why aren't SNES games on here? And then I n- literally never see anybody ever play them ever. Yep. Like, I was, was literally like, just was thinking the other day. The first day and then never touch it. I'm, yeah, now that I've finished Xenoblade Chronicles, and I'm like, oh, I don't really have a specific game that I'm playing. Um, so I was like, I'll hop back in and play some of those games because... I'd like to, but then Paper Mario is coming out this next week. So if I don't have time to play it between now and Friday, then I don't. We'll just see, you know. So that's that, y'all. Um, that's all the news bits that we have for this week. But now we get to the next segment that we do every time, which is we make videos one each yeah. a week, it's and true. you guys leave some comments. And sometimes they're the best, and sometimes they're just sometimes even better. So no, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we like to talk about those. So. Here we go. So I made a video on, yeah, all the, pretty much all the Nintendo every Switch Pro options. Nintendo Switch Pro, every single one. Every single one. If you even unturned. Nope. Um, no other possibility exists. And as I mentioned on Twitter today or yesterday or something, there was a, a big <laughs> slew of like a range of comments. And I picked some from the, the whole rainbow uh, that's being represented here. So uh, it's it'll be fun. So starting off more positive and then getting more negative at the end. Uh, Andreas Shimbi said, 
the Nintendo Switch Home, but better example, is the most exciting prospect for me and the most likely given Nintendo Switch's family of systems is looking. Yeah. Is, was the Nintendo Switch Home the one that was like Wii U? Was it that That one? was this one. Yeah, this... It was the Nintendo Switch Home, but better one was the, yeah, pretty much that you could still, that you would still have a screen with it that came with it or like a tablet that came with it that doesn't have a processor, but is used yeah. as like a, a controller or whatever. And, and, or you could use another switch or a switch light as a controller for it. Um, yeah. Cause that would be dope. It's true. So. I feel like that one would like make developers mad though. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the thing is the non-Nintendo developers because right. I think Nintendo developers like having, you know, weird things to solve for or it's like, uh-huh. oh, we get a new toy <laughs> to, to develop around. But other uh-huh. developers are like, oh, we can't just make the same game. I mean, I think, and for this, I didn't really specify anyway, but more like that there would be an optional tablet to use for times that that would be needed, like in Clubhouse Games or Mario Maker or something like that. But that usually you would just still, it would still come with Joy-Cons or a Pro Controller or something like that. So you just use those most of the time. Um, So, and like, I think it would be cool to be able to use a switch light as a controller for it which also that would be cool to do now anyway like maybe that's possible but i'm almost positive that it's not but like if i have a switch and you have a switch light and we want to play smash and i just have my controllers like it'd be cool if the switch light could just be used as a controller for that when it's stocked but i mean it's probably possible but probably probably with some hacking yeah (laughs) oh yeah yeah so there's there's that but it would be it would be fun um mcmahon says yay something to put in the discord when people ask about it thank you parker uh personally i think if they did a switch pro were you talking about oh when people i think people are like are they gonna do a switch pro and then he can just be like here's this video yeah yeah so you're very welcome um he said personally i think if they did a switch pro or xl or whatever else um so specifically, I think like the still handheld, you know, exactly what people usually think of with the broken. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they made it more powerful. Something will have to give, whether that's the battery life being reduced significantly to play games at 1080p, 60 FPS handheld, or it's purely a docked switch, which then takes away from the ability to play it on the go and pretty much what you talked about. I really don't see the... I don't know if that's Sorry, true. Go ahead. Because like advancement in processors doesn't really work like that. Like, I think a lot of times yeah. things get more powerful because they're more power efficient. Mm-hmm. So like you save battery life or keep it the same and also increase it. Yeah. I think the fact, the extra factor probably in this trifecta would be money. So like mm-hmm. it could keep well, even both then, of those things. Like, like Tegra, um, the, yeah. the chip that's like the successor to the chip that's in the switch, the Parker chip, more power efficient. Uh, yes i didn't mention it in the video but it's like tegra x2 is called the parker oh my goodness and also it's more powerful you know so like it's increased back it's kind of like how the switch the freaking one that i got the new one and i think Mm -hmm. you have it too it has battery battery life and Mm -hmm. it's slightly less power or whatever slightly more powerful yeah i mean yeah slightly more powerful yeah Uh, it just it doesn't use it but it's there. Yeah, it doesn't use it right <laughs> anything, but it's there. I think it uses yeah, exactly. So um, so that. The and then continuing on saying, I really don't see the point of a switch pro as the whole idea around the switch is being able to play on the go or at home. And the graphics of a game like Breath of the Wild, Mario, 
already look fantastic and Nintendo can carry on making games that look that awesome. Even games like Overwatch, Witcher 3 to a point run really well and people said they couldn't run on the Switch. If people really wanted to play those higher graphic intense games, buy an Xbox, PS5, or a gaming PC. The Switch is doing a good job of what it's good at, but small changes to make it better. Honestly, that's just my, however, that's just my thoughts. I think that a lot of people, like, I feel that way, where it's like, yeah, if I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to freaking buy Xbox Series X or whatever, right? Um, but most people just want to buy one thing. And they're like, oh, I like mm-hmm. Nintendo games, but I also want to play Assassin's right. Creed, whatever the heck. Um, so I want to just be able to play it on my Switch, but my Switch isn't powerful enough to play it in the way that I want to play mm-hmm. it. So, like, I'm just going to be mad about it rather than to, like, <laughs> yeah. buy all the necessary things. Yeah, um, I think... Fine, but... I think the... the going back to something i mentioned in the video too the like purpose of it is really the question is like are you do we want a stronger switch or an upgraded switch to be able to play the same kinds of games that we have now but better in which case i think that's totally reasonable and feasible um Mm -hmm. and i mean that would be like you know a new 3ds kind of situation or whatever even though that did have exclusives but i mean we've talked about this on here before so like i don't want to beat it to death but just the if the purpose of it is to get the third-party games that people are like those are going to be falling off or whatever um if they really are falling off there's it wouldn't be worth it to make a switch that was that much more powerful and the third-party games were exclusive to that one instead it would be way better in my opinion to do the X cloud kind of thing or whatever, where everybody has access to it, but it's just online or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, and that, otherwise, that's why I was saying that I think it would be best for them earlier in mm-hmm. whatever news topics. Um, <laughs> it would be better for them to just make the hard shift yeah. because like, they're not going to like, they're not going to make a console that's for third parties. They're not going to do that. If they're, yeah. if they're going to say, here's this more powerful console. So freaking CD project, right. Could put Cyberpunk <laughs> 77 on it. Yeah. Uh, why? Why would they spend the capital to ensure that uh, freaking uh, CD Projekt can make more money on the thing? Like, of course, you yeah. know, they'll get licensing and from the sales of that game or whatever. But like, mm-hmm. if their developers don't force in, uh, first and foremost think, "Hey, we need more powerful," I mean, uh, more powerful hardware, or we want the hardware to change in this way, or have these buttons mm-hmm. or this feature or whatever, right? Like that's what motivates them to make their next thing, make their next thing. And they said it as much where, yeah. okay, we go into a new generation when our developers say like, Hey, we think we could do X if we have this in the hardware mm-hmm. or on the Nintendo platform or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, they, they don't really operate in the way that like Sony does where they're like, all right, we're making a new thing. We're going to go, we're going to send out a shotgun blast of questions. We're sending surveys to developers <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think Nintendo operates kind of backwards um, and not backwards in the, like they're, they're not doing their thing right, but they, mm-hmm. they, they operate in the opposite way that everybody else does because yeah. that's just what they do. They're like, Hey, mm-hmm. here's what we're making. Uh, if you like it, cool. Uh, we're open to feedback, but it probably is not all going to get into whatever we make. Like yeah. that's the thing that, uh, and, it, and the, like that feedback didn't then make them say, okay, we're going to put a two terabyte hard drive in the Wii U, but it did make them say, oh, okay, we're taking the circle pads out and give, giving you clickable analog sticks. Mm-hmm. because the, That's what you think your games need. Um, so yeah, I, I think yeah, that's closer to what we'll get. It's a new generation being the, the, the thing that pushes them in a further direction. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, I mean, I could still, 
Yeah, I could see the small step forward kind of thing, same form factor, whatever. It's it makes it's a harder marketing push. I still feel like, especially yeah. right now. But um, I I mean I think the easiest marketing thing is the home console. Like to me, the next steps would be doing a a home console only just for the yeah. marketing. Like we've got the handheld we got only, the both, the home, and the, then yeah, exactly. exactly, and then eventually at the end of the life cycle, like in the last two years or so, which I mean you know, some people would say we are in the last two years of the switch. I don't really think so, but whatever in the last two years do, uh, like kind of the legacy software one. Yes, exactly. I mean, like, this is like, this is the switch, you know, like that's, it's the new Nintendo switch or Nintendo switch XL or something like that, where it's got all the hardware kinks figured out so that you could give it to your grandson and you know, 50 years or whatever and be like, this is the Nintendo switch and it still works and it doesn't have Joy-Con drift everywhere and all that kind of stuff. Um, but, but it just doesn't make as much sense of a cell. I think on store shelves to be like, this is the stronger switch exactly the same, but just a little bit better, um, to me right now. So, yeah. This uh, does it, yeah. if, where freaking Breath of the Wild drops to 59 frames per second. It stays at 60 on this one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, cause yeah, that's the thing. They always sell based off of their first party hardware. I mean, software anyway. So like, Oof. you know, I, I don't know. Um, continuing on John Smith says great video, but I don't see the possibility of a switch as described the, I think as in the last option, the Nintendo switch home, but this Wii U ish one. The Wii U is radioactive. There's no way Nintendo. There's no way in the world Nintendo want the Switch to resemble that disaster. And from a marketing standpoint, it would be a disaster. The only route for Nintendo to go is a more powerful Switch. I wouldn't go back to a regular home console. Hey, I got news for you. I got, <laughs> got some news for you, John Smith. Uh, the Wii U um, and the Switch—they already resemble each other. Sorry. Sorry, sorry to uh, burst your bubble on that one. But there, there, there's already a resemblance, and yeah. they even paraded that resemblance when they announced the Switch. Like, there's nobody remember when they were like, "It's the NES because it has two controllers, and it's the SNES because it has shoulder buttons." You know, like they went through that whole thing, and they're like, mm-hmm. "It's the Wii U because like the screens and like that whole thing." Like, I don't think that they're shying away from a connection to Wii U in any way. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think that, like, if they were to, like, double down, I, I don't think they would because, like, technologically, it just doesn't make sense and it'd be more money than it's worth. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that people look back on that functionality more fondly. Mm-hmm. Because, like, whenever we see comments, whenever we talk about stuff like that, or mm-hmm. even when Mario Maker was about to come out, this game's not possible because it doesn't have the second screen. Like, yeah, right. Just stuff like that. Like, people like the second screen functionality. Mm-hmm. I think the thing that killed it was just that, it wasn't a second console. <laughs> right. It wasn't something yeah. that they were like, I'm taking the screen and going somewhere. Yep. And also I think the fact that it was just Nintendo in the same way as with the Wii, where they were like, Hey, third parties, you, you gotta use the motion control. Like, sorry about it, but like, that's just the way it's gotta be, you know, mm. that kind of thing I think is, I think the gimmicks on a Nintendo console can be great, but I think forcing the gimmicks on every developer isn't the best way to go, you know, um, which does make it hard. I feel like, because then, you know, then what if you're the only one doing anything with your gimmick? So like, I understand the desire to do that so that it's identified as that. But then if that gimmick ends up being bad or like other developers just aren't creative enough to figure out good ways to use it, then like, 
that ends up, you know, not working out as well. So I think with the Wii U, that was, uh, that was probably some of the case and the fact that it wasn't as powerful. So like that made it harder to port to it, I guess, you know? Um, and then also just that people marketing wise, it wasn't that they didn't have something good to market. It was that they marketed poorly the thing that they did have, you know? So also like it was kind of that they didn't have anything to market at timing wise anyway. Cause like mm-hmm. there's a lot of games that could have sold people on like the concept of like Splatoon as Splatoon launched with Wii U. Right. It would be yeah. a whole different story. If mm-hmm. Mario maker launched with Wii U, it would be a whole different story. But because the only game that was like, um, this is why you want to have this thing really was Nintendo land and kind of zombie you, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no real reason to like, you know, g- get behind it especially after zombie yep. got ported to other platforms yeah uh, i don't think it was as good but. Mm-hmm. but in any case i appreciate the comment john smith um i guess we'll find out uh and here's here's the one that made me oh, <laughs> post the thing that i did um oh. i'm gonna replace some words uh, creatively as we go through um arachnid plays says if they de- if they do not make at least a Xbox One or PS4 power system, it would be doing themselves a disservice. Not enough power equals no big third-party support. I don't care if it's only something for in-home. I don't give two doodles. I If they don't have any more third-party games, they will very possibly fall off. All I want is Nintendo to make a normal uh, flarkin console. Who gives a uh, quatsgobble? about gimmicks i don't give uh i'm trying to come up with fun words but whenever um i don't give anything about if the switch aspect was a good gimmick no gimmick is good when it degrades the glorping con- quality of what you're using if they didn't use the gosh darn portable goodness to begin with uh, <laughs> They could have made a very possible long life console and sold it for not much more than the Switch itself. Goodness golly, just make it a good, powerful console. <laughs> uh, they tried that. It was called the GameCube. Didn't sell very well. I honestly end up, well, for one thing, most of this is just one sentence. So it was a little bit hard to follow. But then also replacing yeah. all the words was, uh, you know, was a task. Uh, yeah, I'm, beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this way you can see what I'm replacing. So that's fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think, yeah. At this point, also, what I'll say is like, um, I under- I definitely understand that conversation of the gimmick versus no gimmick. Um and also, also, if the um, uh, if if you read the title of the video, or not even the title, just looked at the thumbnail of the video, commented this, and then left, this makes more sense than if you watched any of the video itself. But yeah. the because the the text in the thumbnail said next gen switch, so like it might have assumed the actual next console rather than the just pro one or whatever. But I think at this point they've decided that they're not going for just a powerhouse and that's it i think they had they can they can't and the thing about it is like as somebody that owns the same console twice because xbox and playstation are the same console (laughs) i don't want three of the same console please continue to make your console different nintendo Mm -hmm. please please as somebody that just likes games in general i don't want three of the same box i don't yeah I don't. <laughs> I mean, at that point, because it all it does is 
A, the only difference between them is the exclusives they get. It's like, hey, wait, here's our game that yeah. our studios made, and that's it. Yeah. And then a, any, outside yeah. of those, all the third parties that are on them, some will run better on one, some will run better on the other. So, I mean, sometimes it's usually like usually PlayStation is better than the Xbox. Usually Xbox is better than PlayStation. But even just this last gen that flipped when the mid-gen refreshes happened, where now, whereas the, the PS4 is stronger than Xbox, now the Xbox is stronger than the PS4. So, uh-huh. um, yeah, I mean, it's so for the reasons you said, it being fun is definitely just a thing about the gimmicks and stuff. But like for the pro also, console, they're not going like, to switch their motto or their MO in the middle of the life cycle, you know? <laughs> and I, th- I think this whole comment contradicts itself because he's saying like, he doesn't care if it's a quote unquote good gimmick. He doesn't want gimmicks. Uh-huh. I got news for you, my guy. Better hardware is a gimmick. It's a mm-hmm. gimmick. It's something that they use to make you want to buy the next console. Like, there, there's nothing fundamentally different about PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. The only difference is that they have prettier graphics mm-hmm. and they load your games a little bit faster. <laughs> that's a gimmick. I'm sorry to tell you, but that's the thing that they're using to sell you on the console, you know? Um, yeah. So... <laughs> the fact that like I think of a game that I'm going to buy and it's like hmm, I'd rather play this on my Switch because I want to be able to play it wherever whenever I want mm-hmm. and not have to think about like alright I think about atmosphere and crap like I uh-huh. my headphones and like freaking, I mean you know, like, the thing with that whole thing you know I could just it's it makes me think of like if if we weren't talking about games and we're talking about listening to music for example I listen to music on my phone. I listen to music on my computer. I listen to music on Alexa or whatever. Um, if, but like the gimmick of that is that like, if I didn't have a portable option of that being, you know, my phone, then I would only be able to listen on my computer. And then I would just not be able to listen to music, not tied to my computer, which like, <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. So like the portability is a gimmick in some ways but also it's just like it's just like how I mean, the thing itself like, fits like into a, your life you know by definition of gimmick it's literally a gimmick yeah a gimmick is like a selling point that's right why yes. you get the thing uh-huh but, like the we generation and like people overusing that term yeah change the definition of what it means in the public mm-hmm. eye, right um and that's just stupid because yeah. like because at that point, anything that can be sold and, anywhere is, I mean, I, legitimately is, would be like, oh, I, for example, off just as a gimmick, right? There, McDonald's having one dollar sodas, no matter what size it is, is is a gimmick. But at the same yeah. time, it's like, well, I want a large Coke, and I only want to pay one dollar. I'm right. going to McDonald's, <laughs> like, exactly. Or like to your point about the music thing, there's no no smart person and uh, even like. Uh, ancillarily like attached to the music industry uh-huh. is like oh man bluetooth headphones what a gimmick because yeah, they right. know like oh yeah this is functional for these people and right. then there's the audiophile headphones that are functional mm-hmm. for these people you yeah know? oh i yeah and i use bluetooth earbuds way more than like critical listening earbuds that i had i mean uh headphones that i had to buy for college that i literally I like sold because i was like i don't care I about four these different pairs of headphones for different reasons yeah and that that's just how <sighs> products work right like yep. there's different functions that you use for different reasons i edit yeah. different headphones than i use just to listen on a regular day and then <laughs> like, like these when these die i go to a different pair of headphones or right like yep. and that's how consoles work like i play different consoles for different reasons 
Yep. So all that said, it be I would like the next. I mean, going back to what we were talking about earlier, I would like the next switch to be as powerful as it can be within the market or whatever. So like, if that means they have to take a bit more of a loss on it, cool. You know, like, because they use the something that's a bit more advanced or something that's, um, but that's it. Definitely not going to happen until the next actual hardware cycle. Um, and so, you know, a mid-gen refresh or anything like that would be, would be quality of life things, but wouldn't completely rebrand the way that they do anything. And at this point, I don't want to give up portability. <laughs> I still remember being like playing the GameCube as a 14 year old and being like, we're going on a road trip. And I really want to, like, I wish I could plug this little tiny, tiny TV that I have into my car. Yeah. But like, I couldn't console. play it. I wanted to play it in the car, like in the car. And there wasn't a way to do that. Um, but I wanted mm-hmm. to. And now I can. So not the GameCube, but with the Switch. In any case, that was that. Here's the last comment, though. This one, it, coming back around to more happy, fun, creative things. Um, not that that was, yeah, it was just a fun time. Uh, the Frosted Firefly says, I could see a Nintendo Dual Switch being a good next-generation successor to the Switch, with games either being enhanced by the extra stream for in screen for inventory stuff or literally being made for it like what the ds had for its games as long as it's implemented ergonomically i think a folding screen is risky for something as heavy and as large as a switch but it could be lighter than its predecessor who knows the more time that goes on the less i feel like the nintendo switch will actually do a switch pro and the more i think it might be smarter for them to ride out what they have yeah, for a few more years oh uh, you feel the, the less i feel like nintendo i think you said yeah. the less i feel like nintendo switch will actually do a switch pro. <laughs> probably um so the less i feel like nintendo will actually do a switch pro and the more i think it might be smarter for them to ride out what they have for a few more years and then simply make a next-gen switch successor altogether when sales finally start stagnating nintendo mm-hmm. do realize and sorry nintendo do release a new model in the current generation i think it'll be more geared towards the standard switch model however just like the switch Lite, there may be more focus on the design simply looking sleeker including a brand new dock and colors that people can actually choose from instead of as opposed to the same old black perhaps an even better cooling system but i can't see anything beyond that of course that's just my personal prediction nintendo always fires out from left field after all it's true true. it's true true indeed Um, yeah i don't know i don't know if they'll do colors i think color like I don't think they have the infrastructure for that. <laughs> it's yeah, it's hard. I mean, because even um, even Apple with their iPhones only has like there are colors, but there's yeah. like four colors of each type, and they sell te- hundreds of millions, you know, yes. of iPhones. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you get cases and stuff for those. But I guess you can kind of do the same for Switch. I don't know. Um, so it's it really really is the problem of like okay, we're gonna make. I mean, it's like with merch or whatever, where you're like, we're going to make a hundred t-shirts. We're going to have three XLs, this many, whatever's this many, whatever's. And then you end up having, there's like, there's like like fan bases. And I mean, they kind of like showed as much even within Nintendo, but there's fan bases that just straight up don't buy certain colors. You know, like, um, I remember kind of funny. Who's a YouTube channel. Mm -hmm and all that stuff um they ju- they can't sell white shirts nobody buys <laughs> white shirts they just buy the black ones uh so like why make them you know yeah. like so it's it's way easier to just be like, okay what's the color 
that is the most like neutral that just sells to everybody it doesn't like you know fall mm-hmm. off of the face of the earth after a certain point all right let's just make all of them that color and yeah. then aftermarket people can customize them. yeah so yeah there's that um but you know what that's about it for my video uh i appreciate everybody's comments y'all did great and there's a go ahead and if you have some free time feel free to read through everybody's comments there there's some very interesting ones um on one side or the other uh it's a fun time uh but aj you made a video and i mm-hmm. thought it was a very fun time um thanks i knew yeah. it was either going to do really good or really <laughs> bad and it did really bad but who cares dude yeah you never know until you do it it's know? true it is very true. I made a regular Switch video, and it would have did fine. But mm-hmm. I wanted to try something else, see if we could do more stuff. Yep. Now, I know that we probably should. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But in any case, here's some comments that other people left. Uh, first of all, I'm here. I'm going to also... Well, maybe people will put in ideas that I mentioned. Cause, so I'd sent you some random ideas that I had, mm-hmm. and you put some, you used some of them kind I of. I think I used one. I think the of. Luigi's Mansion one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll save my other ideas and bring them up in a little yeah. bit. I was going to do, see, but that, and I'm glad I did this because with everything and like other ideas that I had and stuff like that, mm-hmm. even the ones that I just glanced over in the video, the video would have been 25 minutes long. Oh, but yeah. It was not worth, it was not worth making that video. <laughs> I did not. Good call. So, and now we just have more fun things to talk about here. So you'll get to, everybody, you'll get to hear some fun ideas that we had for rides. Um, Carlio de Unicorn said, video games, but in real life. Such a tough decision for introverts. <laughs> It's true, and I think that that has a big reason why this isn't didn't do great. And I wasn't even thinking about like how many people actually are going to be able to go to any of these parks. Oh man, <laughs> you know, for so like, long, yeah. Just, just that, like even like removed from that, just yeah, like how that's many true. people are going to be able to travel to these parks? Like, yeah. there's no guarantee that like anybody that watches our videos live anywhere near any of the places. Like yep. Mega Man even said, where he's like, man. <laughs> Like being in New Zealand or whatever, right? Like they don't have parks. Anymore. Yeah. Um. Any like universal parks and stuff. Yep. Um. So yeah, it's like I was just thinking of this from my end, where it's like, yeah, I'm reasonably close to mm-hmm. Universal Studios Florida. I can mm-hmm. get to Universal Studios Hollywood relatively just as easily. And Japan is like, like if I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to Japan. You know, like, yeah. there's multiple reasons to go to Japan. Uh, mm-hmm. Singapore, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to go to freaking Universal Studios Singapore, but yeah. like, hey man, whatever. Uh, but I'm pretty sure at some point in my life, I will see those other three. So I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm down to make a video about this. Yeah. Um, but other people, like, they might not care because they're just not going to be able to even go to them, even if they want to. Yeah. Even then, though, I, I mean, I feel like it's hard to sell maybe on this kind of video, but like, it's just fun to think about. Like, but also, yeah. that's just the way our brains tend to work anyway i don't know i only know me i don't know other people so for me it's fun to do the like this game could be this with this ip or whatever exactly yeah like what if they're so fun what if make them mad because (laughs) man this is either cool or dumb and i like i I can't actually touch it or see it or whatever so i don't Uh like it you know yep but for us it's like you know it's like the freaking like lunch table discussion sort Mm -hmm. of thing like man wouldn't it be cool if so-and-so did x you know like and that, that's just they could do X. That's so true. Like, this would be cool if they did this thing. 
doesn't yep. even actually have to happen, but it's cool to think about. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing that got me, I mean, before I was even, you know, doing things with you on Fanatics 4, that's the reason I watched it. Because it was just fun it's to watch videos about, about like, yeah. what could, you know, Kid Icarus be or whatever. So more comments. John Francis says, so explain stuff. Number one, I've been watching a lot of these right as I fall asleep or right as I wake up. So that explains why too. Number two, I'm on painkillers. So bear with me if this makes a little sense. Three. Oh, wait, surprise three. I, so I had shoulder surgery on June 8th, and then it got infected by a staph infection mm-hmm. on the surface where it cut it into me and inside the shoulder. Inside the shoulder and caused me a lot of pain, which is why I'm a painkiller. Not an addict, promise. I get doctor and parent notes. <laughs> Lots of preface. I love it. Number four, the Pokemon Snap thing actually seems likely to happen, in my honest opinion. And AJ, you hit how I would do it. VR makes so much sense. Not much to say. Number five, I just laser think it's t- unlikely because Pokemon company. Like if they yeah, were to I, do something like that, it would be the Pokemon theme. It would be a Pokemon partnership with Universal yep. or whoever, right? Like they're not going to like ride off the coattails of Nintendo's partnership. Am I wrong to remember that there is supposed to be some specifically? So okay, like here's Pokemon what I the, I think there is something like that. I, what I think it was was no. Well, I was going to say at Universal. And I could be wrong about this, but I want to say that originally Nintendo was going to take up what used to be, what will have used to have been the Simpsons area, but then they purchased a whole separate plot of land where they're instead going to have this really big Mario or Nintendo land area, but instead they're going to make that original part that they had blocked off for Nintendo, specifically a Pokemon area. And that's because it's like in the kids section or whatever, Um, which means probably no Pokemon Snap VR because it's in the kids section. But I want to say that that's what what I remember. So maybe an actual Pokemon section. Uh, wait, Universal Studios Orlando Pokemon theme park planned for 2020. Is this this doesn't seem real? Well, definitely not for 2020 anymore. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I I think I, see I mean because where you got that from that Pokemon show was be added to Universal Orlando's Kid Zone, according to the report, joining other popular kid friendly characters. Um, but where is this coming from? Like, who originally reported on this? <laughs> Where's your source, know. random blog site? <laughs> source, WFTV9ABC. All right, well, who's your source? <laughs> is that, is that, I, you know, there's... there's Spin facts. You know, there's smoke here, but I'm not seeing any fire. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. We'll find out. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, continuing on, John Francis says, number five, laser tag, but Metroid themed? Again, would not surprise me to see it. Very logical. Number six, more Nintendo stuff? More yes. <laughs> they, I mean, yeah. It's, especially if they have done more Metroid stuff by that point, which they're, I mean. I don't even think that matters. Metroid because 4. when they were talking about uh, the Universal Partnership, they made it sound like they wanted to make their like, lesser known stuff more known. Rather than it oh, being this thing of like Mickey Mouse all over the place, it's right? Like, yeah, we're Nintendo and we have IP, and there's going to be Mario, sure, mm-hmm. but like we're also going to have freaking Duck Hunt Dog, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> like, hopefully, that would be the case with the Orlando one because it does seem like if the precedent is being set by the USJ one, it most of that seems pretty standard nintendo mario kinds of stuff so far you know what i mean where it's well, like we only know mario kart 
there's Mario yeah. Kart, there's the Yoshi thing, which Yoshi mm-hmm. is like, is Yoshi, you know, like Yoshi. I feel like it is fine. Right. But I feel like still enough people think of Yoshi as an extension of Mario that it's still like within the, you know, even though Yoshi as a standalone IP isn't as like, people are like, oh, there's Yoshi games. Like, I think actually we were looking at the SNES games and Ashley's like, oh, there's a Yoshi game. I was like, oh, well. <laughs> we played the Yoshi game. Maybe she wasn't saying it like that. She was like, Oh, a Yoshi game. Like it's old. But in any case, um, you know, I think most people still think of Yoshi in conjunction, like super Mario world and but then super Mario Bros. Wii and Kong stuff. Minecart, and that's yeah. also in the same like tier as like the Yoshi games too. Yeah. But like still the IP, arguably yeah. same thing with like Metroid, like they're in similar tiers where like they put out a game and it'll sell maybe 2 million. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think, I mean, just the IP in and of itself people knowing what it is like there's it does seem like the mario donkey kong yoshi those kinds of ips are kind of in one bubble as far as just like mm-hmm. common knowledge of what they are whereas metroid is in another one but hopefully that won't be the case forever you know hopefully that'll get bumped yeah. back up and yeah. also i mean they they've said like i said in the video where like all of their uh like not every park is going to have the same ride right so yeah. like where it makes sense for them to not put metroid in the japanese park because Jap- japan doesn't care about metroid right they totally. could put it in the you know the u.s parks one of the two yes please um next comment this is from cool cool said someone get this man a job at universal I'd love a small Animal Crossing village that you can just walk through and enjoy with some villagers standing outside their houses. Maybe they can have a little Pikmin garden in the village just in case they don't have all that space to dedicate to an entire section for a smaller series compared to Mario and the others. Someone already said it, but yeah, a Luigi's Mansion haunted house makes sense. Um, yeah, I think that like for stuff like that, like they could definitely do like Animal Crossing. I don't know if Animal Crossing makes sense for like a ride, but yeah, like if they're doing like a food court or whatever, like why yeah. not? Oh, it, like, <laughs> like an Animal Crossing village, right? Yeah. Um, as far as like the Luigi's Mansion haunted haunted house, haunted mm-hmm. mansion, <laughs> uh, that'd be cool. But I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know if that would be like a pop up thing or not. Because you know, Universal does stuff like that where it's mm-hmm. like this area is haunted now or whatever, right? Right. I don't know yeah. if it would feel like you know frail in that. The way. so the example that I gave when I mentioned Luigi's Mansion to you was if anybody's been to and probably not because everybody's all over. Um, mm-hmm. Bush Gardens Williamsburg has a ride car called Dark Castle, and it's like a it is a kind of roller coaster sort of a thing, but you're inside a building and it's like. Um, telling a story as you're going through and it goes like medium speed, um, Mm. but like leans you over things. And it's like a 4d experience, but you're actually going around in this little ride kind of thing. You wear 3d glasses and stuff. And so a similar kind of thing where you're Luigi going around the mansion would be a fun way to do it. But yeah, I mean, it's whether or not it's a pop-up thing, I guess that just depends on how, uh, repurposable it is you know yeah. if it can be something else and then be yeah you know, just and that, i think that's bit. the 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 reason why i didn't go in that direction or even mm-hmm. in the direction of the ride because like if they want to repurpose a 4d attraction where it's the d-box scene right yeah it could literally Super. be anything because mm-hmm. all they got to do is well all right well change out the assets yeah exactly <laughs> just put in the different freaking mp4 into the projector and then there you go it's not going to be anything <laughs> right you know yeah. I mean? like, <laughs> yeah put in the different uh-huh. short film for people to watch and then mm-hmm. reprogram with, the with the, i mean it could be exactly the same seating things technically yeah. you know like if you just have the same 
moments at the same time, just from a different IP. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. But yeah, the I love the Animal Crossing idea of things because like you know you got to walk around from one place to another place so like if anything else just have little villagers around there it's cool um next comment from uh joy chowdhury who said who gave a lot of ideas here we go they said they need to make an f-zero bumper card ride instead i mean it's perfect the series literally uses cars that have no wheels i disagree that's perfect (laughs) You don't want to bump into each other in F Zero, <laughs> like that. That's like the the thing you don't want to do. You might crash and die, <laughs> and destroy it would your be, machine. Because uh, bumper cars would be fun. I mean, Mario Kart, honestly, yeah, for bumper cars Mario makes Kart more, sense. Make more sense. Yeah. Like the battle mode and stuff like right. that. And you have like maybe a balloon counter or whatever mm-hmm. within it too, so that it's gamified. Yeah. Right. That would be I cool. Agree. That would. Um, and then here we go. Uh, this is my dream list. Mario Kart go-karting, Splatoon paintballing, Metroid laser tag, Donkey Kong rail roller coaster, Yoshi's yeah, Island... Ad- fulfilling your dream. <laughs> <laughs> Yoshi's Island adventure, which I don't... I don't know what that means. What does that mean? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know I don't what know. ride that is. <laughs> Let us Let know. know. <laughs> uh, Pokemon Snap, a mix of animatronics and VR. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how they would do that. How would they do that? Yeah, I don't know. Because if it's VR, then you can't see it. Yeah, if it's AR, that that would make sense. Um, uh, Pokemon Center and Gym Battle slash Arena. That'd be cool. Um, Pokemon Merry-Go-Rounds. I'll come back to that one. Pokemon Ferris Wheel, Luigi's Mansion. Pokeball Ferris Wheel. Pokeball Ferris Wheel. Oh, thank you. And full-scale rendition of Breath of the Wild Hyrule Castle, like Hogwarts, with Korok Forest on the outskirts. Uh, and people can like you know i can have breakfast or whatever uh-huh the princesses in the disney uh castle yeah freaking ganon uh, yeah i was about to say ganon. all the blight ganons or something just like i was about to say ganon. <laughs> <laughs> um so i was um, gonna say i think uh a carousel merry-go-round kind of thing um would be great with different st- like Ride a Yoshi, ride a different... Well, not even specifically Pokemon. Um, Either, I mean, it could be lots of different Pokemon ones that you ride. Or a true. But, or on the other side, have just a general Nintendo one where you ride all sorts of different things that you'd be riding within Nintendo. So, like, um, yeah, Yoshi, Epona. That could just be a Donkey Kong ride because there's so many rideable. Yeah, exactly. But, like, just throw all of them in there. There's What's, the ostrich? There's um, Kirby's fish. Kirby's star um, from Air Ride slash just also Kirby in general. Um, lots That's of true. things. Uh, so here I'm gonna here I'll go through my ideas that I mentioned real quick because they're so they are just there. Where'd yeah. they go? Um, okay, uh, Kirby Air Ride the ride. So yeah, I don't know. Everybody's like this, <laughs> like and su- on the Superman ride. What the? Uh, no, yeah, 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 don't go away. Come back. Okay. Um, Yoshi slash Mario kids ride or carousel. So that was yeah. You ride on Yoshi's in a carousel or something. I ain't like no kids rides because forget kids. Forget them. Um, but similarly, <laughs> uh, another kids ride the a kid Icarus swing ride. So you know the one where it's like swings that everybody's like Ooh, going around. You know what I'm talking about? Mm, 
It's like you sit in like chain swings and there's like a lot of people in different oh, swings yeah, and it yeah, just spins yeah. around and it's kind of boring, but like if it's Kid Icarus theme, just, you know, that's easy. Just do that. Um, uh, Luigi's Mansion Haunted Mansion. We already said that a Skyloft roller coaster. So you're riding on loft wings. That would be dope. Um, and then also, eh, I don't even like that ride anymore. I mean that idea anymore, but, um, and then I had the idea too for if not, well, they are doing the Donkey Kong roller coaster one, but also a Donkey Kong flume ride, like log flume. Um, cause that, fit, know that is, you know, that's like where you're sitting in the log, like a water ride where you're oh, in the like log yeah, yeah, things, yeah, 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 yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, so I said that. And then the other kind of quotation mark of ideas is the Nintendo arcade kind of thing where you do things like, uh, there could be, you know, like, Things like one, two switch just set up, but in kind of more boxed off ways. Um, but then also what I would prefer is at, again, I use Busch Gardens as my reference point because I've been there so many times, but Busch Gardens Williamsburg has in one of their arcades in the like snowy area of the amusement park, there's like a skiing ride. I don't know if it's there anymore, but there was a skiing ride and there was a skateboarding ride where it's pretty much like you're on a Wii balance board, but then doing like ski jumps and skiing around and stuff. And same for the skateboarding. So do some of those things, but like with 1080 and other ones, you know, and do some balance board games. That's my ideas. Like an arcade with things and like, you know, Mario Kart actual racing thing. Yeah, there it is. The, see, the thing is, like, we know names. Like, this is the IP. Yeah, uh, and it's this kind of thing. You know, like we know this <laughs> Yoshi ride, but we don't know what it is. The closest thing that we know, like, okay, this it's this IP and it's this kind of ride is the Donkey Kong roller coaster. <laughs> That's the thing that we don't even like. You know, there's no visual representation. Yeah, stuff. So there's that. Um, then we got one last comment on video. Uh, Chef Boyrp said they just need to make a Pokemon Center, and all the and the Pokemon Snap can just be a scavenger hunt that where the Pokemon statues will be all over the park slash studio. I can't see them doing that, man. It's too much Pokemon, and I don't think that it. I tried to be like cognizant of space <laughs> i don't want to be like <laughs> and they need to do this roller coaster and this because then it right, might as well yeah. just be nintendo studios you know it's like they don't right. have that much space to be putting all these huge rides all over the place um and there, i don't think that there's going to be unless they do the kids zone thing or whatever i don't think there's going to be a pokemon area <laughs> like if they uh -huh. do pokemon anything it's going to be one thing it's like yeah we also make pokemon <laughs> yeah yeah i i mean I could see them wanting to, but I think it's just a question of whether or not the Pokemon company is in on the idea or not. I don't think they're down, man. I Was Detective like, Pikachu... Like, you know, oh, no, we think we're going to partner with Disney instead. <laughs> <laughs> Detective Pikachu wasn't even universal, right? It was Legendary Pictures who... Yeah. I don't... Mm -hmm. Are they affiliated at all with Universal? No. I think they're like owned by Tencent or something. I think they are. Yeah. Um, Legendary Pictures... Mm, I don't know. Parent group is Wanda Group. No clue what that is. And subsidiaries. I don't know. It's a bunch of bunch of stuff, you know. Yep. But that is a Chinese right. thing. So, whatevs. But, um, yeah, it is. It is. So not. that's that. Any last thoughts on your video and those things? 
makes me sad, you know? <laughs> what does? That we can't just talk about theme parks. Yeah. Rip. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what you mean. Because, um, yeah, it's, I think, I mean, hey, all of yours, here's stuff that AJ and I talk about on the side sometimes. Just like wanting to, well, knowing A, like what our broader audience, like we know that there's, a dedicated group of people that'll just that watch whatever watch anything and we yeah. love you guys and that's the best because you just care about the ideas that we have yeah, and the like videos that we make um and that's just fun to have that kind of community but we also want to know what you know really applies to and what the broader fan base past that that does subscribe to us but doesn't watch every video what would be like that's what they subscribe to us for. And then also past that, what would it, you know, anybody else want to watch? And we're not going to like do stuff. That's not what we want to do, but we do yeah. so much variety of things. It feels like that. Like, yeah. And there's, there's so much stuff that we think like there's, we'll have multiple ideas where one of the ideas is going to bound to be the thing mm -hmm. that fits everybody in the middle of like the, the, yeah. the casual fans and like the people that watch us regardless of whatever we make. And stuff mm -hmm. like that. Everybody could be happy, but we don't know what that is people tell us, you know? Yeah. There's only people that voice to us what they want to see are the people that will watch us talk about whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's just tricky. Um, and the, the goal in the long run is that, like, there's enough people that just will want to watch whatever we make anyway. But that's, you know... It's true, but at in this the meantime, point, we gotta make as much stuff that everybody will watch until we yeah. build that audience. Uh -huh. that otherwise, earn enough of the people that just watch that stuff. Yeah, because otherwise, YouTube just specifically in the context of YouTube will punish us for doing poorly yeah, on videos, and then like, we don't have longevity. There's no, there's no videos like, and I know that there's people that like videos like this, but yeah. there's no videos about it. So instead of YouTube being like, oh, well, we'll service this to the audience that's looking for this thing but hasn't seen it yet, they're like, oh, your specific audience that watches you for this thing, this, I mean, these other things doesn't like this video, so we're just going to murder it. It's just, like we're not serving it anywhere else. Uh, and that's just like, ugh. Yep. <laughs> it's true. But in any case, that said, here's Q&A, you know? <laughs> it's true. Here um. It Let's get into it. We already answered Kukul's question from YouTube community. Um, we did. So we'll keep on going. Uh, from Twitter, we have, uh, we pulled a couple already as well, but Max Wright did say, what do you think we're going to see from way forward three hours before you record the podcast? Um, hmm. I, I didn't think anything. I never come into any yeah. of these things thinking anything unless there's a rumor that like, it's like, a, this is probably going to be the thing. Not even a rumor, like a bunch of rumors that are floating around where it's like, oh, well, there's a rumor of a Pikmin uh, remaster. Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll get that. But just like if they specifically say this Nintendo Direct's happening and this is going to be announced and then mm -hmm. that gets corroborated all over the place, those are the announcements that I'm like, well, we'll probably see this. Mm -hmm. But outside of that, I come into every Direct, every Treehouse presentation, every everything being like, I don't know what I'm going to see. I'm open to being surprised and excited, but I'm mm -hmm. also fine if I'm not. <laughs> yeah, um, so. yeah. I, I I never know how to answer that question where it's like, what do, what do you think's going to happen with? The? I'm like, I don't know, because I, yeah. I just don't think about um, live streams and then the presentations in that way. Yeah, I think for me, I initially definitely thought a Nintendo IP because it seem it would have seemed weird and 
in retrospect, maybe was, I don't know, but for Nintendo to bring a not Nintendo IP into the treehouse context. Um, and, but then when they specified that it's not Nintendo, well, they did again, like you said, maybe they didn't even specify that was what they were trying to specify that it wasn't a Nintendo IP. But, um, at that I point I was like, Oh, I have no across. clue. Yes. I think they got the message across because there were loopholes there. Yeah. People don't overthink everything like I yeah. <laughs> but also I was mostly joking where I was, yeah, like, right. it was like it was pretty obvious that they were speaking to the people that immediately were thinking, oh, Nintendo's Metroid and so stuff. That yeah. means that they're not doing Mario. Yep. Right. Definitely Metroid was the first thing that I thought of too, though, because um I mean, A, just because that seems like that would fit in with, you know, it's not too far removed from Shantae to do a new Metroid game. Um, and that seems like that's like they're, you know, the thing that they've done the best and they have the most notoriety for. But then also with the Paper Mario Metroid stuff, it just seemed like that would make sense. Um, but whatever. Uh, yeah. But then once they said it was third party, I was like, I have no clue at all. I can't, I couldn't even think of a single good guess. And it wouldn't have mattered because it wouldn't have been one. Yeah, it would have <laughs> been wrong. Mm-hmm. So. I thought it was funny. Um, Jumim one uh, spelled J U, not it's not a yeah right words. Right. Um, anti-Semitic. That was what I was trying to say. <laughs> not anti-Semitic things. Um, said talk about the Mario remasters. Uh, I'm down. Give them to me now, <laughs> uh, preferably in a package deal. But like it's Nintendo, so like they'll probably charge me sixty dollars for Sunshine. And sixty dollars for Mario sixty four, and I'm fine with that too. Also, but like, if you're going to give all of them to me, please, you know. You know uh-huh. what I, mean? I think. I mean, to me, I feel like every year there's been a different audience of people that Nintendo has like gotten in the door one at a time. Where like mm-hmm. the first year was like core gamers, you know, whatever. I guess I don't know. People there was like different every Nintendo thing. People yeah, and then like the next year was yeah. the next year was uh, Smash. So that like that whole kind of fan base or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the year after that, the a new Pokemon game. So all the like handheld 3DS gamers and stuff. Um, but then now it feels like the goal for this, whether this is their intention or not, even um, is that the Mario remasters to me is going to bring in the audience of like it's gonna bring in the babes the one that like (laughs) i mean pretty much yeah and like you know (laughs) parents that that are like you know haven't wanted to spend money on a switch and stuff because they're like i've got kids and all that but like n64 was their jam like that was like you know what they remembered growing up on and stuff um and they're like oh man all right i guess i'll bite the bullet um, but also, now I can introduce awesome. to my kid. Also, that yes, also, right. Literally, that's the right. thing they need to to release this year <laughs> to sell switches. <laughs> yep. So I think Mario Remasters. I think they'll be great. Uh, is that's the hope? You know. Here we go. Well, I mean, if they're going to happen this year, we'll, we have to find out about them pretty soon. Probably. Do we? I mean, I can't you? imagine Mario's Mario. Hmm? Yeah, but like not knowing about them before, I would think before the end of August, which is like that's that's still a ways away. That's two months. Um, but I feel like before the end of August, we would need to know about them. I don't know about that. I think that I, th- I think people would want think to by, know about them right. around then. But I don't think that there's literally any time that Nintendo couldn't announce a Mario game and it wouldn't do well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's you're not wrong. I think from I think, I, I if think I were Nintendo, like, I would feel that way. 
there's there's like a separation between when you, where you would prefer because I know you like being excited and stuff like that. Like I for that for sure. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I I agree with like need, them needing to announce it before or whatever. Yeah, especially now when everybody's just home anyway. <laughs> like right. Just be like, yo, man, I know you're home and you can't go anywhere because the world's on fire. Mario's coming out tomorrow, dude. Fifty nine yep. ninety nine. Fifty nine ninety nine. So <laughs> that's those. Uh, now we got some questions from Discord, and then we'll be wrapping up. Um, sorry, D says. Adding to Parker's video, thoughts on my comments to him and supporters, and thoughts on a dock with built-in upscaler or beefier GPU slash CPU that would seamlessly transition when docked slash undocked instead of a Switch Pro. And the comment, the comment in so the supporters Discord was a uh, Switch Home that can use yeah, Switch Home that can use Switch or Switch Lite as a controller, retaining touchscreen capability. They've already done this with handheld as a controller idea with the GBA and GameCube. Yeah. Um, I, I've, I've thought ahead. for a while that if they were going to do something like to, you know, prolong the life of Switch through hardware and say, like, mm-hmm. well, we're more powerful now, so we can do more stuff. It's the Super FX chip, you know, equivalent. Mm-hmm. Um, that they were going to do it through dock and then do like a uh, through docks. And then do like a TikTok sort of situation, not TikTok mm-hmm. like the social media platform, but TikTok like, like a Vine the, situation. The way, no, but like in the way that um, Intel releases their their uh, processors, where they're like, all right, here's a new processor, and that's the tick, and then here's the new processor, but good, and that's the mm-hmm. talk. You know, like yeah. that's how I thought they were going to do it. Where it's like, okay, we're up. Here's the switch. That's the tick, and then here's the talk. It's more powerful it runs in 4k or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. and then the next tick would be the new switch and then the next top would be mm-hmm. a new dock mm-hmm. for the new switch um that's the way i figured that they would do it because they had that um patent for supplemental um hardware uh mm-hmm. through other consoles or whatever um was in the patent uh but who yep. knows man looks like they're not doing that yet yeah <laughs> <laughs> yep yeah, man, I don't know. I, I felt like somebody, uh, I don't know, there were some technical things like Digital Foundry or other people or something that decided that it wouldn't be that possible to do it, but I didn't look into it at all. So I don't remember. And that's all, you know? Yeah. I don't know nearly enough about that kind of stuff. So um, we'll I see. But yeah, I think like the stuff stuff like that is where we end up with like Linus tech tips, like saying something. He was like... um. He said that the PlayStation 4's, I mean, 5's SSD is not impressive because, like, there's SSDs that are faster than, blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. And it's, like, a lot of these tech YouTubers base their understanding on tech on, like, what's available to the public. Right, Not what has been invented within these tech companies (laughs) with people that are way smarter than they'll ever be, you know, sort of thing. Like you talk about tech, they actually make it. <laughs> so it's like I, I always take what uh-huh. they say is possible, isn't is impossible with a grain of salt. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Maybe they could do it. Maybe they can. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, next question from Duncan says, "What's your dream blank Warriors game?" As in Hyrule Warriors, Dynasty Warriors, One Piece. I hate Warriors. every single one. They all bore me to death. Um, so I don't I mean, yeah, honestly, if for me, it would have, if it were anything, it would have been Hyrule Warriors or Fire Emblem Warriors 
and they didn't do it. They, so they, they I can't. Both of those. No, oh, I mean, but saying, that's, oh, that's that what I'm saying. Like it's it. like, yeah. Well, I haven't even I haven't even played them. I have Hyrule Warriors provided by Nintendo. You can download it and play it. Maybe um, I'll do that sometime. Yeah, I mean, I played is. demos for them at some point, and I was just like, yeah, I just don't really, I don't care about this a lot. I just so. don't get that, like, because yeah. people, and I, I get it, because, like, people get, like, the same feeling that I get when I'm playing Smash Bros. and I'm playing real good, you know? Mm-hmm. But I don't get that if the game's playing good for me. Like, if all I have to do is press Y, and then half of the screen of villains just freaking blur, it gets, like, you know, destroyed right in front of me. I don't. Mm-hmm. It's not a power fantasy. I felt that. Like yeah, playing itself. Like, I felt the same way with Diablo to some degree. Yeah. Where like either I'm way stronger than them or I'm not nearly as strong, and they're just bullet sponges. But it didn't really feel like. I don't know. Like it doesn't feel satisfying to me. Right. It, it, it just feels like everything's caving under my weight, and uh, like I, I can't touch solid mm-hmm. ground. <laughs> yeah. Like, so. Yeah, and I, I think the whole like, because um, obviously part of the strategy with the Warriors games, to my understanding too, is that you're going around trying to clear out these areas, and then other people are coming to this other area, and you have to go back to it mm-hmm. and like make sure that you know everything's staying cleared and all that. And I just that feels like just a lot of stuff going on at the same time, which is weird dichotomy of like the individual combat itself feels very. Like this isn't not a lot's happening right now. I'm just mowing down people. It's like but you're then the macro thing, by the combat, but overwhelmed by everything around it. Yeah, like, and not in a way that I really feel like I care about in a in a annoying way. You're right. So that's I think that's my thoughts about it. Um, obviously, some people love that genre. A lot of people love it. It's not going to be a genre for but me, and that's okay. Just, yeah. Um, next question comes from Kushal, who asks, when do you think the next Wario game will come out, and what is your preferred Wario series? Uh, when? I'm not sure. I mean, yeah, if they're like, going... Wario is like the type of thing that they could just drop whenever they want. Yeah. <laughs> like, not it like seems the like they have... That they could drop whatever they want in the way that they can with Mario, but it doesn't seem like a thing that's like, well, we need this every six years. It's like, right. ah, we feel like making a Mario game. I mean, a Wario game, we'll drop it in 2023. Um, as far as my preferred series, probably WarioWare, because Wario, like, they already have 57 platformers. I don't need Wario World or Wario <laughs> Land. Like, I'm fine. Uh-huh. Interesting. I would probably say, honestly, I've barely played any Wario stuff. I've never played a WarioWare game. Um, and I'm looking at the timeline of it. So 2003, 2004, 2005, 2007, I think the last 9, one was like 10, 13, or whatever. Well, the last one was um, WarioWare Gold. Oh, yeah, on... true. WarioWare Gold. But WarioWare so... also probably provided by Nintendo. Um, <laughs> that was more of like a... Like a collection um, of yeah compilation sort of mm-hmm. deal. So it seems like they kind of have fallen off of the WarioWare series in and of itself. And Wario Land also they've fallen off of the last Wario Land game was Shake It, I'm pretty sure, which was on the Wii in like 2010. Mm. Um so it's been a hot minute. I, I would have said I kind of expect uh you know, it does seem like they have at least one wario wario wear game per console so i'd mm. expect within the next i don't know 2021 2022 that they'd have a switch and yeah yeah um because it's got so many gimmicks in the first place as far as you know like the just all the joy con stuff and touchscreen things like it's got all the right ingredients for a wario wear game 
Um, but it obviously isn't. Maybe maybe that's priority. why we haven't seen it yet. There's just so much, and they're like, dude, we want to use everything. That's right. Every single thing. So I probably... This WarioWare game has been in development for approximately seven years. <laughs> of that said, even having played very, very little Wario Land, I think I'd say Wario Land probably over WarioWare um, for you. me personally. How dare you? So there it is. We already have 57 platformers. We don't need another one. We do. Uh, Cowboy asks, what franchises... <laughs> what? <laughs> Which one? Which one of those things? All of the above. <laughs> All the platformers is, we is what I've done. Platformers, and we yes. need 58. <laughs> Correct. Cowboy <laughs> asks, what franchises do you want to see Nintendo revive next? Please list your top three for each of you. Um, number three, Pokemon Stadium. What's your number three? <laughs> <laughs> oh, number three, going back. Uh, mm, F-Zero. Number three. Okay, there's zero. Yeah. Shout out Falcon. Yeah. Uh, number two, Ice Climbers. Oh, man. Yeah. I seriously want an Ice Climbers game. I know. I it would be great. I, not even because Ice Climbers is good because it's not. Like the IP. <laughs> but it you know? could be. You know, Nana, that's... And, Nana and Popo are just neat because Smash. Yep. Like every Smash. other franchise, they revive because yep. Smash. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Nintendo listen to you for your number two, and I'll pick a different one just to not copy it. Um, but uh, I don't know. Does Metroid count because they are already you know bring back like I don't, I don't know. know. That's no, quite a revival. Count. It doesn't count because they already did a 2D Metroid game in the last what, yeah that's three true years or whatever, yeah. and they're doing a 3D one, so like yep. it doesn't count. Does Star Fox count? Because I'm gonna say Star Fox. Yeah, Star Fox counts. I think. Okay, Star Fox. Star Fox. Okay, so number two. Um, so number one. What's number one? Uh, number one has to be like something else that's also like obscure <laughs> or relatively obscure. Like uh-huh. something I haven't done since the freaking SNES or some crap like You that. can use my number one if you want. We can What's your both one? will it into existence together. Yeah, just take a guess. Um, oh, no, I'm not saying freaking Golden Sun. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's Golden Sun. <laughs> so there it is. You can say Advanced Wars. I don't know. That's one that exists. Yeah, but we already got Fire Emblem. You know, it's true. Yeah. Uh, Kirby. I'm saying Kirby. I was about to say uh, Kirby. Uh, 3D Kirby. Yep. 3D Kirby. I guess there's never really been a 3D Kirby game other than yeah, I know, Ride, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rib dude. Yeah, I don't know. I I'm really curious if that's possible to be. What does that good. even mean? Yeah, I don't know. Well, what like, you mean is that impossible? Is it possible to be good? Yes, um, it's possible to be good. What type of question is that? I, I'm mostly serious? thinking the like, the the jumping and floating mechanics and stuff like that would make for an interesting time. I don't know. Yeah, man, but you can limit that. Yeah. Mario can float in a lot of his game. It's true yeah i don't know there's that um there's our there's our top three cowboy hope that satisfied your answers hope that you got to enjoy hearing me say golden sun again (laughs) (laughs) um and then continuing on last question is from duncan who says how many copies of bakugan champions of Historia are you pre-ordering for you and your loved ones all of them as many as are necessary (laughs) you know Sure. sure So there it is. Um, the same amount that I'm pre-ordering for Paper Mario, which is none. 
I'll buy None it pre-orders. when it comes out. That's true. You getting that digitally? I, I don't know. Probably. Me too. Probably. Most likely. Yeah. I'm getting yeah. it digitally. Yeah. When I buy games, it's freaking, it's like 12, 15 a.m. the day it comes out. And it's like, yeah, I'll buy this. And <laughs> yeah, um, so. pretty much. There it is. There it is. Well, guys, that's our podcast. Um, thank you so much famous. for hanging out. You know all this stuff. We like, comment, subscribe, watch my Universal Studios video, show it to your grandma. She probably likes Universal Studios. She would. Mm-hmm. That's it. Bye. Bye.